Hey everyone, and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse, the DC Comics podcast from Mailfuzz TV. I am Peter, and sitting over there on his dapper hat, we have Matt. Hey, what's up? Let's go. His beard's looking more ginger than Connor is today, which is especially distracting. Uh, And Connor is also here. Yeah, the the light balance seems a bit weird, because I don't look ginger enough compared to that. Honestly, you don't have a soul and I do, so it's fine. To be fair, though... Connor's face is looking especially pale, so I think his weight balance is a little bit off. He's, he's taking some red out of the, out yeah, of the image yeah, there. Yeah, just, just trying to hide it a bit. He's looking a bit zombified. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we talk about DC Comics on this show, and coming up on this week's episode, we are going to be talking about Batman, the Devastator number one, the next Metal one shot, the next part of uh, Bats Out of Hell, which is the Metal tie-in crossover, uh, Justice League 32. Uh, we also have Batman 34, Superman 34, Green Lanterns 34, Green Arrow 34. That is the last time Green Arrow will be in sync with those because it's going to single shipping this month. Uh, and then Nightwing 32, Deathstroke 25, which by the way, I, w- I was kind of like in a bit of a time crunch today, like reading the last few books. I le- left Deathstroke till last and then I got to it and it said extra sized anniversary issue and I'm like, you yeah. son of a bitch. Yeah, well and, that's all the 25 Priest uses every space he can. Yeah. So... Uh, and then lastly, we have Batman mm-hmm. White Knight number two. Um, there was a couple of minis this week, which we kind of weren't sure if we were trying or not. I did want to try out the Black Lightning book. Uh, I just didn't have time. I was pretty sure I was never trying Dead Man though, because of Neil Adams. Uh, but no one checked out any of them because we were all tight on time. So I just want to make it my official statement. Neil Adams, love what he's done. But uh, I love his art more than his writing. So, hmm. yeah. Batman Odyssey and then... Reign of the Superman, the coming of the Superman, one of those two, I forget the title, Rough Times. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we've had both those titles at some point for different stories, so yeah. Yeah. I definitely want to check out the, the Dead Man thing, because obviously, you know, those two were both utterly insane stories, but they were, to, you know, they were the big leagues, they were Batman and Superman, I want to see how insane he gets with Dead Man, where no one gives a shit. Yeah, he's uh, a, we know someone who, who cares about Deadman an awful lot. Well, I mean, I care about Deadman, but I, I think he's a weirder character because of his power set, so I, there's yeah. potential there for him to get really, really weird with his powers. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but anyway, so... You know what I want? I want a Kid Eternity book meets Deadman, and they're just possessing people the whole time. Like, no? Kid Eternity not ringing any bells for you guys? No, go on, oh, Matt. Okay. Drop, drop your obscure knowledge no, he was, on us. He was basically a character that he would die and come back with new superpowers, and he could possess people uh, as one of them. So that's like Resurrection Man. Yeah, yeah, I might be confusing the two because they both showed up around the same time. So I get back to you guys on that. But anyways, I remember Kid Eternity having something to do with possession. So, might have just been for a story art. I like I how he was given a... He was like, oh, not ringing any bells for you two. And then he gets confused like a minute later. And he's like, oh, maybe I'm mixing it up with someone else. <laughs> all high and mighty. And then it all came crashing uh, down. Uh, so, yeah, so that's what's coming up. Uh, in terms of news this week, we don't have any sort of concrete stuff for the comics. But there's a couple of teases from various people. Uh, one which is kind of a... Uh, hopefully that's what I think it means. Brian Hitch tweeted out uh, this week that he is... You know, he's like, oh, guess what book I'm working on, and guess who's writing it? Which would imply that he's not the one writing it, which I think is the main news here, is that Brian Hitch will just be doing art for his next book, which is good news to everyone, I think. It's it's good news. Better news would be he's not on anything. That That's DC. I, 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 I concur with that statement, but this <laughs> is vastly superior to him writing a book. 
Yes, I'll take what I can get. It's vastly superior. Unless he's just trolling, trolling, and he's just going to be, uh, and it's me. In which case, you asshole. How dare you get my hopes up like that? That would be hilarious, though. I would. The trolling Matt is appreciating that, even though you don't want yes. him to either. No, no, I just won't read it. Whatever it is, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I say that now, and they would probably give him Connor Kent, and so I'd be forced to. <laughs> <laughs> Coming uh, from Brian Hitch, Connor Kent, and oh, I'd be so mad. Booster Gold team up to take on the universe. <laughs> he has nothing. Okay, uh, <laughs> we will swiftly move on. Uh, the other thing that was again, it was also kind of a, a smaller tweet type of thing. But Tim Sale uh, revealed that he is working on multiple Batman projects for DC. Uh, and how, when was the last time Tim Sale worked at DC? It's been a while, right? On an ongoing, yeah, but he's been doing those yeah, Batman he's... covers. Oh, he's been covers, okay. That's fair enough. Yeah, since the start of Rebirth. Um, in terms of actually a book, though, like interiors, it's been a long time, I think, right? Like, yeah. I can't remember anything. Yeah, it's been a while. I want to say it was when in Rome, hmm. the, the Selena Kyle story that he did with Loeb. Yeah. Was that when in Rome? I can't remember. I get those confused, too. Um... That's just why, because we just did Long Halloween for the monthly uh, bonus episode, which is up for patrons. You can go check that out. Uh, but yeah, because it's just like yeah, it's been a while, and obviously he's done some notable Batman stuff. So it'll be interesting to see what his Batman yeah. looks like now. Yeah, we, we got it in a you know it was in a convention, and you know it was an interview, and the, he mentioned that he's working with King and Higgins on the projects. Mm. So I wonder if the King one is just he's doing an arc at some point coming up, or even just an issue of Batman. Could be just an issue, yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe one thinking, you know, maybe like a two or three issue, you know, one of the the, the fill in arcs, like the 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 middle arcs, like we got right now. Yeah, yeah. It could just it could be yeah. one or two sort of thing. It just kind of like we had that swamp thing issue or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking like you know we got at the minute this current arc, I think it's like three issues with Joel Jones, something something like that sort of length. Yeah, but she's coming back for more Batman. Oh yeah, yeah. She she's she's back on the uh, the the January story, if I remember solicits correctly. Um, so, yeah, that's cool. This is exciting. It's cool to see what it is. Um, don't know what Higgins is doing with Batman, unless he's doing some sort of weird follow-up to uh, New Order, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Could be. Don't know. I'm, I'm, not, not sure. I'm not sure Sale's style would suit that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Unless it's the whole the whole ending of that thing is that Dick realises he has to be Batman, then Batman has to exist, and then it's a more hopeful tone after that, and then maybe... Maybe sales art would work better then. I don't know. Or he's working on like a, a Tim Sale Nightwing story. You know what I mean? Yeah. With King and, and Higgins. Like something like that Long Halloween, but for Nightwing. I'd be down for that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that'd be pretty cool, I think. Because we, in the Loeb stuff, I mean, he's not in Long Halloween at all because he's not Robin yet. And then I, I've yet to read Dark Victory. But he factors into that. Yeah, he's Robin that. My, my, my one problem with it being a Nightwing story is we wouldn't get any of the glorious cape that Tim Sale draws. Well, Batman still may be in the story. It just wouldn't be as often. Yeah, yeah but I, I need as much cape that's as That's fine. I mean, well, and that defines Dick himself is the lack of the cape. I mean, yeah. you know? I know, so but I, I just think I about really all the like poses. the way he draws capes. It's yeah, well, a little tough. Cape. You're going to get some non-cape action from him there. Yeah. Maybe Jeez. that's just not good enough. Maybe the villain will have a cape. The stuff, the stuff that is breaking point for Connor, I just, I'll never get. Crazy ginger. He, yeah. he picks some strange hills to die on. I have to admit. Yeah. 
Some weird Doesn't one. Doesn't seem that strange to me. So here's some of the arguments we have in the TV reviews. Yeah, yeah. Those are pretty good. As far as I'm concerned now, I just want Seldon to do no capes. Like Edna from <laughs> Incredibles. No capes. No cape policy, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, and in terms of other stuff, just switch over to the movies. Obviously, we had Zachary Levi was announced as Shazam a couple of weeks ago. This one's not confirmed yet, but again, we're in talks. Apparently, uh, Mark Strong is in talks for uh, Doctor Savannah in the Shazam. Movie. Ah, I love it. It's pretty cool. Uh, obviously, if you remember, he also played Sinestro in the 2011 Green Lantern movie. But since that was a giant, that's uh, not a thing anymore. Yeah, it's a big yeah. turd that everyone wants to forget. Uh, we can just have him as a new villain, and it's kind of insane though how much like they squandered that. Like he is perfect for Sinestro, but because yep. it was in that movie, it's just going to be forgotten in time now. Because yeah, it's a shame because he was great still. Yeah, but yeah, the rest yeah. of it's obviously not. And and I kind of want them to use the 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 not like super evil Savannah that we kind of got in Fifty Two. I kind of want them to use the the one from the Johns and Frank. Like mm, he gets kind of. Pos- yeah, he gets kind of possessed by the power, and that's what starts to drive him. Yeah, you know, and that's what differentiates him from Luther. I, I just uh, want, a, yeah, I want a proper mad because Luther's kind of left the mad scientist thing yeah. behind, you know, yeah, over the evil decades. Businessman. Yeah, mm. so I kind of what I want from Savannah in that movie is just complete mad scientist. That's what I want. Yeah, okay. But he, like he starts Strong from a again. good place, and he gets yeah, because Mark Strong can do slow burn crazy. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I like Mark Strong a lot. So. No. Also, just while we're on it, I wanted to mention, I, I, I don't even hate that Green Lantern movie anymore. I can't bring myself to hate it after we've had, you know, BVS and, and such. It's like, that, that, so, that just seems like, okay, it was misguided, but, it's, you know, hard I, to I right say this wearing a shirt from that movie. Um, I went into BVS with super low expectations. With Green Lantern, it was the complete opposite. It was during the John's run. It was right after Blackest Night. I was beyond hyped, and when it came out and just threw a big fat zero out there, and uh, and and um, I'm thinking the wrong one, the fear entity, help me out here, parallax, oh, parallax, parallax, yeah, and parallax looked like a, I just don't a know what. Cloud. He's a big shit cloud. Yeah. yeah, Pete said it. Like Galactus and the Fantastic Four movie of all things. Yeah. <laughs> So I feel like Green Lantern stung me way worse than BVS. So and I mean both of them have directors I don't think quite understood what they were doing. So you know Martin Campbell I don't think he's a bad director, kind of like I do with Snyder. Here's the thing though, I could willingly sit through Green Lantern again, but if if it's on, you know I could I could go all right it's on whatever, but if BVS is on, I'm gonna turn it off like immediately. <laughs> I, I, I will rip the, the plug out of the TV if I have to. <laughs> Whereas Green Lantern, it's like someone's like, "Oh, we're, we're, this is on. You're not changing it." I'm like, oh, "Fine, whatever." He says that until we plan our uh, our audio commentary track for the uh, extended cut of Batman v Superman. We've not told him about that, that, yet. I really, that's the only way I would watch it again is if I had a group of people and we yeah. could just open the crap on it. Like, that's how I watched the director's cut with my wife, or the extended cut. Excuse me. Um, yeah, we may as well just call it the. Seen it before. We may as well just call it the establishing shot cut. That's, <laughs> yeah. what, that's what they put that's back in. Though, though, when that first came out, there was a there was a curiosity in me that was like, I kind of want to see this just to see if it is any better. But I just couldn't bring myself to sit through three hours of shite again. Well, because because yeah. even if the, the filmmaking is improved because it's not as chopped up, which is a fair thing to fix, 
yeah. characterization is the main thing that we and, all hate. Yeah. A lot of people said Lex made more sense in that version. No. Apparently. <laughs> but, but he still needs a jar of pee. So that's that's unforgivable in my eyes. <laughs> it's pretty bad. It is. Yeah. It's funny that one of the stars of Green Lark went on to make the new Thor movie that came out this this week. Uh-huh. So hey. Yeah, take Small world. I just like saying his name. It's fun. Um, yeah, you can you can check out me and Matt's review of uh, Thor Ragnarok yeah. uh, later on Sunday. Uh, that being tomorrow, uh, the time of recording, um, we'll be talking about that, and it might be an interesting conversation because I think we have slightly different opinions on the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, might punch him. <laughs> uh, just go to Twitter, and every time I can respond to Pete on Thor, I just use fart noise, <laughs> uh, which I got a kick out of. And then he just completely no sold me on it, and so I was like, either I made him mad, or he's just like, I'm not stupid to that level. Yeah. So yeah. I, I figure when you're on one of your kicks, Matt, it's just best to just back <laughs> away, let it happen. You know, it took my wife five years to figure that out. It's only taking you four, so that's good. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, yeah. So let's go to books there. We've got some books to talk about. Uh, so we will start with Batman the Devastator number one, uh, Frank Thierry and Tony Daniel on art. Um, this yeah. is the Superman, Doomsday, Evil Batman mm-hmm. one shot. Uh, so we've got one left. we get Man Who Laughs. That, that's not next week, but that's the next one shot. Uh, well, right. It's next evil Batman one shot. Obviously, we have Batman Lost, which is technically a one shot, but you know what I mean. Well, that's um, that's taking place a metal though. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Just to just to point out, it's, uh, Frank Thierry was plotting, but uh, oh. Tinian's actually doing the words. Oh, I never yeah. even noticed that. Uh, fair enough. Yep. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, I was curious how this one was going to go because uh, we 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 speculated a lot about oh, is this where you lose your Superman? Uh, is this what it's going to be? And that wasn't quite the case. And I, I, no. my, my first thought when I read this was, I think Matt's going to have some problems with this one. <laughs> well, well I'll, I'll let you guys talk and then I'll, I'll get on my soapbox. So. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I thought it was not bad. Uh, I, I liked it for the most part. Uh, I, I liked some elements uh, more than others. I, I'm really, really mixed. There are things that I like and there are ideas that I'm down for. And then there's points where it just throws all the goodwill away. I, I like... So, this, this comes from a, a world where Earth Negative 1, I think it was, um, mm-hmm. where Superman, for some reason, has went evil. Now, I actually kind of like to never actually try and tell you why or how it happened. It's just... No, no just it, it happened. Because I feel like if you try and justify it and you try and tell me why Superman went evil, I'm going to start poking holes in anything you tell me. Yeah, you say that until it says that he took out the entire Justice League and Lois Lane. Yeah, it's, so, it's dark. Like, yeah, that that's Superman has went completely off the deep end. But and and I kind of would have liked a little, like, yes, we just came out of October, which is basically horror month, mm-hmm. and the unknown can be scary and terrifying. But to me, here, if Superman did break that bad, and he's just gone full on, I'm taking out everything. Why does this make this? Batman bad for well, that, taking him out. See, this actually goes back to what we were predicting, I think. I think this is actually still the same thing that we were saying, just in a, a different sense. It's the loss of Superman as an idea. Because when, when Superman goes bad, Batman loses that beacon of hope that he had. And it makes him feel betrayed. And you know, that's what he kind of talks about his narration a lot in this issue. Is... Yeah, and, and I get that, but I'm reading all of a sudden he's still... Unlike like the Red Death or the Murder Machine, or even the Merciless that had that twist... 
I still look at this. I'm like, well, this seeing what he does in metal when he takes out the crisis tower and seeing his actions here, I felt like there was a disconnect because I didn't feel like this is like a raw, raw. Let's I want to save this earth. It's almost like this was his final contingency plan and he just kind of went with it. Like, I don't feel like he had that darkness in him like these other Batman did. Yeah, it sounds like the, the it was actually the Doomsday... Because he injects himself with Doomsday Virus to face yeah. Superman as a last resort. And it's almost like that, once that takes over, is when he kind of actually proper goes dark. That's that's yeah. actually the moment that lost me. Because I was mm. kind of on board with this Bruce up till that yeah. point where it injects him and then, you know, he's like, oh, and it felt whatever he said. You know, it felt something yeah. great. Okay, you know, I can't remember how how long it blanked it out for, but it was, you know, I just felt like okay, no, that that just lost me because it was like okay, it was trying to tell me that it wasn't all doomsday. It was, you know, this was part yeah. of him all along, and this is just like it just brought it out, and I just didn't like that at all. I think I think that's yeah. fair. Um, what I did like about this issue though, I liked all the stuff in Metropolis. I liked. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, Bruce Wayne Doomsday coming to see Lois and then all chaos breaking loose and I, I liked uh, Super Supergirl and Superwoman and yeah. uh, Guardian who I'm glad they mentioned who it was because I, I don't think I would have uh, immediately well, got the, it. the fact that it wasn't Jimmy Olsen it really throws you. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's not, it's not Jimmy being useless like the TV show so how is that supposed <laughs> yeah, yeah. to know who this Guardian well, was? And that I makes mean, me think too I would like to see the Guardian pop up in, in more Superbooks. Like, I feel like it's a shame... He would have been perfect for Superwoman. Yeah, I think back that's on fair. It. When was the last time he's popped up? It's been a while, as far as I know. I mean, because like, that's the key thing here. He popped up, and I'm like, well, who, who? Oh, it's Guardian. Okay, right, fair enough. Yeah, no, that's right. I, I haven't seen him in the books. In a while. I mean, last time I remember seeing him was when I watched through Young Justice a couple of years ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's not, I mean, this is the first time he's popped up in Rebirth, at least in the books we've been reading. I mean, maybe he's popped up yeah. in Justice League, where we've not been reading or something, but... I don't yeah. think so. Yeah, yeah, so but maybe it was even in the microverse. Yeah, but I, I, I like them showing up to, uh, to and I, I like Lois uh, putting John into like a, a safe room. Uh, yeah, I, I thought I thought those were fun ideas, um, mm-hmm. and I, I like the core idea of like losing Superman as an idea is how, that's how bad the world will go if everyone kind of like gives up on that dream. And um, mm-hmm. I don't think it's the best. I mean, it's definitely not the best of these one shots by any means, and it's definitely no. not. Um, uh, it's not perfect. Like it is, I think there is some simple things where they're going for the big shock moment value of having, mm-hmm. you know, like you say, Batman turning to Doomsday and fighting Superman. You got Superman with the big craggly rock through his chest, you know, for the, the big death yeah. shot. Uh, they're going for the big moments, and it feels a little bit hollow in that sense. Because I mean, maybe it's just a simple case of you know, you squeeze all this into one issue, you can't really flesh it out and actually build some of the ideas in a better yeah. way, but. No, that's fair. I think, you know, it lost me at that point, but I still like, I enjoyed the moments, and I did enjoy you know, the, the infection aspect of it at the end. Yeah, yeah when it's infecting well, everyone we in had that tease. Yeah, we had that tease in, what was it, was it two or three of his of yeah. metal? So, yeah, just... Whatever one, two or three, yeah. Yeah, so to see that play out was pretty cool. It was. But, I, I, like, I like that it's been set up well enough that we saw Metropolis was like that, and then in this one it went back a couple of days and showed us how that how that happened and his whole idea is like, oh, everyone can fight Superman if everyone's doomsday <laughs> okay yeah. so, so it's, it's high same... concept nonsense but sure yeah but at the same I just I just look at that in that reasoning it's still not see that, that's the thing that's me. the part I'm kind of okay with it's it, it yeah. was that moment where it implied that this was Bruce and not just the doomsday stuff that really kind of lost me 
Hmm. I mean, I, I guess if you want to try and explain away your problem there is that, yeah, the narration says that it's always been in there deep down, but is that just his reasoning because he's infected by Doomsday? Because it's him narrating it. Is he trustworthy as a... Well, I just, I believe that he does have a plan for if, if Clark ever does go. I mean, that's Batman, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's got a plan for but everyone. He, he trusts, yeah, he trusts himself enough that he can be able to talk him down. And when this opens, you feel like he's tried because the fact that he's going at him with a kryptonite spear, which that, that cracked me up. That, that, uh, that tweet from Snyder as well yeah. is that the, hmm. the sole reason this book should exist. Yeah. Yeah, it was so, uh, you know, that that scene there is like yeah, not a, not a Martha uttered. No, and could, so, have, and, could have used more Marthas. But, I think I think we should have had more Marthas. I think I, I think I think Lois should find out her mother's real name was Martha. I think uh, every character every character in the DCU their real mother's name is Martha. Like Dick, your your mother's name's not Mary. Look, it's I'm Martha. telling you, Clark and Lois's next kid is going to be a daughter called Martha. Yeah, you're right. You're so right. Yeah. <laughs> if that happens, I'm be so mad. It's gonna be, be a little girl named Martha, and then Bruce is going to walk in and go, "Oh, I'm glad you named her after my mother, Clark," and then just walk back out with a smug look on his face. Uh huh. Uh, that is that, that's the plan. Actually, Damien needs to go. You know, you're named after my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea. By this point, like by the time he's saying that to, to, the, to this kid who. Let's say that, that she's grown up to Damien's age. Damien will be like yeah. 18 at this point. Yeah. And he'll still be enough of a dick to just say that yeah. to this like <laughs> eight, ten year old kid or whatever. Oh, Damien's yeah. never changing. Damien's going to be just oh. as blunt with kids as he is with adults now. Oh, that, yeah. That, that is just Damien. I, see, I like to feel that Damien's a little bit on the spectrum just because he tells people how they feel because he doesn't know that he's not supposed to. So. You know, it works that a little bit. I think that's how you emulate okay. it in a real world setting. But obviously, here yeah. it's because he was raised by assassins and not yeah. not not in the yeah. same way that kids typically yes. are. He doesn't understand yeah. social structures. Yes. No. Well, and that's and that's part of autism. You know, they don't understand social structures and social interaction. And that's, I mean, if if, if I was at DC, I'd be kind of edging towards that because you know they that was one of the cool things I liked on Big Bang Theory. They kind of embraced that a little bit. What? So it, it gave kids. Yeah, it gave kids. I this is what I've heard from my. Yeah, this is what I've heard from the autism teacher I work with. You know, and then it, it let kids know that we're autistic. Like, hey, look, you can still go on and become a, a scientist. I, just, you know? I don't think it's I'm comfortable with with the phrase. The one thing I like about the Big Bang Theory being uttered on this show, I just don't think I'm comfortable yeah. with that sense. And, and, and actually, Sorry, man. I, I'm gonna go back against that a little bit because I, you know, I remember there was a whole like th there used to be this running joke at the start with like no, like he's been tested and he's not, he's he's actually completely normal. He was always like, no, I've been tested. So it was like, no, I'm not on the spectrum. I'm not, you know, and, and it's like, yeah, well, and that, that kind of is the opposite things, message. Things change over time, you know, and I could see them just embracing it. But I, I feel like Damien's a perfect character for that because, yeah, he's still this superhero, but he's someone like them that they can relate to uh, and not like in the ninja way. You know what I mean? Hmm. And not in the ninja way. Yeah, not, not in the ninja, ninja way. way. Um, I think every kid can relate to the ninja way. Yes, they, who hasn't jumped over the couch uh, throwing shurikens. Swing this back around to the book. I like the art quite a bit. Uh, Oh yeah, it's Tony Daniel doing Superman and Batman. Yeah, yeah, his art's always great. Yeah, yeah. he's another, he's one of those where don't like his writing, but I think his art's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Unlike Hitch, though, I actually do like his his art. 
So yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's a difference there, but the art was really strong, uh, which was, I think it made it a lot more enjoyable for me because at least those big moments where you did have Superman like stabbed through the chest, it looked good. Like you know, it was really yeah. well drawn. Well, yeah. even even when he faces off with with Batman, and he's not, he hasn't changed at all. It's mm. still the Superman we know, but just his posture, the way that Daniel drew him. Yeah, he didn't put some ridiculous evil costume on him or anything like that, yeah. or put spikes on his shoulders or you know whatever. Yeah. Just just the glowing red eyes, mostly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice and simple. Yeah, uh, you know, and the side characters all look good. I, I liked uh, Lois and John. I liked Supergirl, Superwoman. I, I thought they all looked. I, I like his uh, Lois. I feel like we didn't get enough of it when in Superman Wonder Woman because it was mm. Superman Wonder Woman. You know, but I like the way that Daniel draws Lois too. It was a classic look to her. Yeah, if Esther in Superman Wonder Woman, she was the like the the antagonist love interest. If she yeah. popped up. She was the she was the one who was causing trouble with the main couple. Uh, well, she actually got close with Wonder Woman at a certain point because she knew Clark better than most. So, you know, that was cool. But she was it wasn't like she was in every issue. Hmm. But yeah, no, I liked I I miss Tony Daniel. I don't know what he's been working on lately. I know he has Damage coming out. Is there ads for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to trying that and seeing how it is. That's that's next month, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. These Dark Matter books, or sorry, the New Age of DC Heroes, as they're calling it now. Uh, Dark Matter just rolls off the tongue better. Just call them Dark Matter. Um, it does. But they kind of have the feeling month, though that like, they're doing that in case it doesn't stick. You know, mm-hmm. so they don't have like this failed imprint brand. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's the point, is they don't want it to be seen as a, as a line now. They just want it to be a new yeah. batch of books that goes with the rest. So I, I, I get the, the thinking in that sense, but it's just it's easy to grip them and talk about them if you've got a name to... That's true, but I do them. like the new logo. Eh, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't notice it. Just, uh, just the little, you know, the little red circle one that kind of pops out. It's nice. Okay. All right, well, I think we'll move on then to the other metal-related book, uh, which is the second part of Bats Out of Hell. It is Justice League number 32, Rob Day on rating and Liam Sharp on art uh, which is obviously a nice surprise we've not seen Liam Sharp since Wonder Woman ended or not ended but you know what I mean <laughs> Rocky's run ended yeah um, so yeah that's for some a... people Wonder Woman might have ended after that though so yeah. you're kind of right for some that's people what, wasn't there something recently about what he's working on next yeah uh, I, yeah it was again it was like tweets and stuff it wasn't like super yeah, yeah, yeah. Official, I think it was yeah. all on the, the site that shall not be named <laughs> yes yes they had something about it that, and I remember going oh this sounds interesting yeah I want to say Swamp Thing but I think I might be pulling that out of my ass I well no because Capullo's doing Swamp Thing ah Capullo yeah Capullo tweeted that he was yeah. doing a Swamp Thing thing yeah. um, thing 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 anyway uh, what was Capullo writing and Sharp doing the art well, oh, no, that's... that'd be so weird. <laughs> that would be weird. That, that's, that, that, that'd be insane. Well, time. I mean, he's he's written before. I mean, he has Creech, so you know. Anyways, but yeah, so Justice uh, League thirty two. Um, this was obviously it was a very well drawn issue, like a, a very pretty, uh-huh. lot lot of really fun images, um, fun action in there because you get like you get a chunk of like Flash fighting, uh, you know, the, the Red Death. You get a chunk of Red Wonder Death. Woman fighting the Merciless. You get a chunk of Aquaman fighting. Uh, the the drowned, and you get some cyborg narration. Cyborg's talking about how oh he used to be on a team when he was playing football, and now he's on a team now with Justice League, and he's trying to be there for his his teammates, and he can't. I um, as as a fan of American football, I feel like they've moved his position on the football field with every new iteration. Because <laughs> well, here now he's a wide receiver. Matt, as it's far whatever, as I knew, whatever. Was met, he a quarterback? 
I thought he was a quarterback at one point. He was a running back. Uh, but Matt, in, here's in, the thing: it's whatever it's whatever metaphorically works for the story they're telling. I guess those are <laughs> such different positions, man. Like, like I'm they ask you to do different things. I'm assuming this one what was a wide receiver. You said is this one that's yeah. supporting the rest of the team? Is that is that the? Not really. Okay, wide receiver is okay. a big play. They go down the field, catch the ball. Um, that's why quarterback, because with the quarterback, like as being kind of a as a facilitator for the Justice League and more than just a boom tube operator, mm-hmm. you know, he could be on the satellite and look over you know, everything, and he knows where all the pieces are, and, and he can run the offense, right? But now that he's a wide receiver, he's just a piece of that. So I thought that was a weird change okay, out of Venditti, okay. which not 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 a Venditti thing to do, just change random characterization, you know? <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll be honest, on this one, I think you might be the only one that cares. Well, oh, yeah, I mean, there this, might be. On this point, I, I never I, remembered what position he played last well, time they talked about course. it. Of <laughs> course. But I liked how he broke down each of the, you know, what they bring to the team. That said, this issue was rough. Uh, took me two settings to read just because I was just like, oh, what else? What else do I got? I don't think, it, I don't think it was rough. I, I think it was fine. My problem with the issue is that when we got to the end, because it basically builds up and then the one that it kind of leaves till the end is Green Lantern and we just see that it, it's like the idea that he's the one who has the willpower. He might be the the, the one link in the chain who can maybe fight back here and maybe win. Uh, mm-hmm. But we, it just sort of teases it and then you find out that you know they're using Cyborg against him. But my, my problem with this issue is that basically the, the end of it, the cliffhanger, feels like we've not really moved from the cliffhanger last time. They're still no, all in their separate caves. None of them, none of them yeah. have won. None of, nothing's really progressed, other than the fact that yeah. they've had some fights. And, but and I feel I know how they're going to win. They're going to switch off. Like, you know, Flash is going to have to defeat the Drowned, and uh, yeah, okay. You know, Don or Green Lantern is going to have to defeat the Merciless. And when you said you switch know, off, I, I thought you meant they stopped using their powers or like yeah, Cyborg. Yeah, I thought you meant no. like shut down Cyborg or something. Yeah. No, but, well, maybe that too. Uh, uh, honestly, I'm not feeling this crossover at all. I like the first the the flash stuff I like. This one not so much. I, I, just... I like it from a concept, but I've not enjoyed reading either issue. Mm, that's 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 fair. I, I just Gotham Resistance was definitely better out the gate. Like we were we were kind of into it right from the I just, start and I feel that was its good. own story and this definitely feels like a tie in. Mm. Uh, I like that it kind of flushes out the Dark Knights and we get more of them and we see them interacting with, you know, the proper DC universe. Um but it feels like filler a little bit. I have a question. Was the yeah. Red Death always that hard to read, his words? No, no they've done this thing, because yeah, they've got the whole thing where Barry's still kind of in there and he's fighting. Uh, yeah. Well, they've changed the effect a little bit, so it's kind of like the two bubbles are out of sync, but it's actually harder to read now. That's it. I thought I didn't think yeah. it was the same effect, because I don't remember having this problem before, but I yeah. had to really, really struggle to read what he was saying. and. Yeah. That that doesn't help when that's like you know, like, you know the the first third of the book say pretty much is after the intro that it's the flash stuff and really hard to get into the book when I'm having to you know read everything like three times. Yeah, I, yeah. I, honestly, I'm someone who like I'm a I'm a fan of decompressed stories. Some people hate like when not much happens. I like taking a nice slow pace through a book, but this one I legitimately feel like I got to the end and went nothing's progressed since the end of the last issue. We're still in the exact same place. Uh, you know, outside of maybe some of the fightings happened, but that's about it. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, I mean, not, not all of it was fun. Like, yeah, they flash Batmobile and then they flash, like, Mad Max army of vehicles. Sure, it was a yeah, fun image. Cool. Yeah, it looked cool. Mm-hmm. Like I say, I, th- I enjoy this in concept and I, obviously I enjoy the art because it's Liam Sharp. He's great. Yeah. But, I, you know, when I'm actually reading it, I'm kind of feeling a bit bored. Because it's not advancing it. Nothing's really, that, really happening. It, yeah, yeah. That, that, that is, yeah. Well, that, that's why I put it down to see what else I had to read, just because I was like, I'll, I'll come back to this. So, because I read this right after Devastator. That was like my second read. Well, mm. second, one and a half read, I guess. So... Yeah, I mean, hopefully it picks up. Um, it's funny because I remember Gotham Resistance. We were saying, "Oh, maybe this could have used an extra issue or two just to flesh it out." This is the opposite. Or I'm like, "No, oh, maybe this could have done with condensing it down <laughs> to like another just two or three yeah. issues instead of four. But we'll, you know, yeah, we'll, definitely, we'll see how how it goes next week. Um, but I, I I did look up the 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 article about what Sharp's working on next. Apparently, it's Batman Wonder Woman, and it's expected in February, so we should get it in the next solicits. Cool. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Is, is that yeah. ongoing or many? What's, what's... Uh, the, we don't know yet. Okay, okay. Obviously, this is all just, you know, rumours at the minute, but if we should find out soon enough. It's all speculative. Yeah, there's no official announcements. Uh, so, all right, so we'll find out. What's next week's issue of this, by the way? Like, the, the crossover, is it? Hal. Is it Hal? Right, okay. That's why I think that's why it ended that way, because then he's doing both. It's going to be Green Lantern's focus next week. Yeah, okay, yeah. that makes that makes some amount of sense, but uh, probably could have used with cutting an issue. But anyway, so we'll move on to uh, other stuff. So uh, Batman number thirty-four, Tom King, Joel Jones. Um, turns out we were a little incorrect. We were speculating that they were going to find Talia mm-hmm. to uh, you know either they had to do something with an all near old marriage or something like that. It turns <laughs> out, turns out no, it's actually the the Holly stuff uh, where. She she killed a lot of people. Catwoman got blamed for it. So they're, what yeah. they're actually trying to do here is clear Catwoman's name, so that legally yeah. she's not on the run when they're getting married, which is a fair goal. I'll, I'll give them that. <laughs> He's yeah, still I, marrying honestly, an ex-con. So. I, I thought they'd kind of forgotten about that because it, it was kind of brushed over at the end of that story. Hmm. Well, and then... I, I think for us emotionally, it was done because we knew it wasn't because we were worried that she was actually a killer, and then they resolved that for us, so it wasn't a big deal to us after that. Yeah, I remember saying it was a bit weird because she left like she was on the run, and then she kind of just showed back up in the next story, yeah. and it you know it wasn't mentioned. But they're dealing with it here, uh, so we've got Batman and Catwoman fighting like uh, Talia's army, anticipating her coming out. Uh, it is full of great banter where he's like it's kind of classic relationship stuff where he's putting his foot in it. And he's like, uh, did I tell you you look really pretty? It's like, ah, you're in so much trouble. As she's got her legs wrapped around a soldier's neck and she's like wh- yeah. whipping people and all sorts of nonsense. Oh. Uh, so it's really fun in that sense. Uh, and of course, Talia coming out and be like, detective? <laughs> and, you know, just that fight that ensues. And we end with a big cliffhanger that Catwoman and Talia are going to go toe-to-toe uh, in sword combat. Oh. So uh, I-, I like that she pulls the sword out of Bruce. <laughs> yeah, out of Bruce. <sighs> I was trying to make a cat pun, but I can't make it, but Selena's definitely the underdog here. Like, <laughs> the undercat. <laughs> yeah, that just doesn't work as well, does it? Doesn't no. no. That's why I didn't say it, Pete. Now you look like the fool. <laughs> I was just I was just vocalizing what you were thinking, Matt, that's all. Hey Connor, you know what else he looked like the fool with? Oh, here go we on. go. When he didn't recognize Starfire. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. What uh, a so honestly my favourite part of this issue I mean I liked the whole issue I liked it a lot it was a very quick read yeah. I was done with this in like six minutes it was it went super fast and the, the, of, course, the, 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 of course you timed yourself how long it takes roughly 
I just looked at the time after I was done. And I wasn't. Jesus Christ, Matt. Come on now. Uh, but, like, you know, it was just a super quick read. The art was beautiful, of course, going throughout. Uh, Joel Jones doing her thing. Uh, my favourite part of this show, though, was actually the scene with Damien and Dick uh, yeah. and Superman. So, Superman, yep. they're at the entrance to this cave, and Talia and Batman are, and Catwoman are all inside. And Superman's like, no, Damien, I can't let you in. The UN, we've got an agreement, no one gets in. Uh, that includes you. You're just going to have to wait until he comes out. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing. And he's like, oh, there's a, an invasion in Central City. Fly off. Um, and David's like, you know, Dick, no, you'll still see you from Central City. He's like, oh, I know. <laughs> and, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I like the bit where, he, yeah, when Superman shows up, he's like, you know, everyone fights you with kryptonite. I'll just take you down with magic. That's yeah. <laughs> then he describes how we do it. And Clark's just like, uh, yeah, I believe you could. But then John probably wouldn't want to go on adventures with you anymore. So yeah. he's like, hmm. <laughs> It's the perfect way to disrupt a, a 13-year-old like Damien. You know? Just be like, yeah, sure, buddy. But, you know, I love that scene so much. I love I love Damien interacting with people that no, we don't normally see. Jo- and so, like, in, in, but in Super Sons, we've gotten it a little bit more yeah. than normal with Superman. Joe, jo, I want now, after this, this little statement from Damien, I actually want a story in the future where either Superman's been mind-controlled or he's on Red Kryptonite or whatever, <laughs> but I want, for whatever reason, for Damien to be the one that has to deal with them and just see the fight. Yeah. I want Damien to have to try and take Superman down. I want I'd, to... I'd, I'd like a story of Damien going to... You know, you know we've got that uh, DC Hogwarts book. Mystic Academy. Uh, yeah. yeah, Mystic U. I, I want Damien to go there and be like, teach me. I need to learn. <laughs> yeah. I, need, I need to learn how to take down Superman. Well, like, I feel that'd be perfect for his character to know some magic. You know? Yeah. Like, we've seen in different versions of Batman him messing with it a little bit. You know? But I, I feel like Damien would fully embrace it. And maybe that's what you know they hinted at in uh, in Detective uh, in the last issue with Damien not being in full control. You know when he became Batman, as that maybe he played with some dark forces that didn't work out so well. You know, but I definitely could see him embracing the magic and becoming like Magic Batman. Hmm. That'd be cool. But of course, the moment after this, where Damien's like, oh, "I'm just going to wait," then Dick sits down. Yeah. I'll wait with you, buddy. And he's like, it's like you and me till the end, always. And it's like, oh yeah, Dick and Damien, the greatest, always. Yeah. God yeah. damn it. Yeah, Damien's actually like, he's really nice with Dick. He's like, yeah, thanks for coming. No one else would. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. He's, he's, well, he's really, really sincere with 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 Dick, isn't he? Yeah, these guys uh, have brought out playing cheese Viking. So like, once you do that, you're you're brothers I forever. I, I do kind of like the idea that he's he's even more kind of honest with Dick than he is with Bruce and the way he talks to him because mm-hmm. he's you know because. You're never when you're a kid. You're never that honest with your parents. You can't speak to them the same way that you speak to your peers. No. And right. this is kind of what this is. This is the big brother. And, kind the, of well, and they definitely Dick's much more of his mentor than Bruce is. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It goes mm. back to the, the early days for Damien, where he spent so much time learning from Dick, and then and then Bruce kind of came back, and it was like, okay, now what do I do now? What's my place yep. in this relationship? That's what a lot of the Tomasi uh, and Gleason run was about. Yeah. So of course he has that relationship with Dick already. No, so this is a really sweet moment, uh, and it's full of full of sweet moments. Honestly, like, I, I, ba- Batman and Catwoman, like, and their banter throughout, and uh, mm. especially the thing where oh, she's the most dangerous woman on the on the planet, and Catwoman's like, seriously, it's like, well, no, you're not dangerous to me. Well, we'll see yeah. after this. What do you think <laughs> with your ex? <laughs> such, yeah, it was such a good little relationship thing right there. Yeah, because you never see Batman being awkward. You know, like that's one thing that's what he's it was, not. Yeah, it was awkward. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, and I, I especially loved it after, after like, she's like dealt with a bunch of the soldiers. She's like, like yeah, pff, most dangerous. Yeah, right. Uh, it's me. I'm dangerous. Uh, no, it was just, it was a super fun issue. Uh, I'm enjoying this. It's a, it's a nice change of pace after uh, War Jokes and Riddles, which of course was fantastic, but this is just something different to... Yeah, it's, it's, it's a shift of gears. Yeah, you know, it's a, a testament to King's uh, ability that we can jump between two drastically different styles of story. Yeah. Yet both of them are great. Yeah. So, no, Batman Thirty Four, uh, really, really good stuff. And uh, obviously, Jill Jones's art is fantastic throughout. Uh, I think her Catwoman, especially. Uh, is, yeah, I'm. Is I'm, I'm just kind of looking at the the box. I'm going. It's going to be really hard to pick best art this week. Uh, it's, t- it's not yeah. week three tough, but it's pretty tough. It's pretty tough. It's up uh, there. So, yeah, that, that's, that's Batman. So that'll take us on to Superman 34. Peter J. Tomasi and Patrick Gleason writing. Ed Beans or Benes and Jack Herbert on art. Uh, so, we have the family have been transported to Apocalypse uh, because of all the hubbub with Lex Luthor right now. And uh, we get mostly a Lois-focused issue uh, with Lois, yeah. um, with the the, 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 the the Fatal Furies, and then uh, kind of like, you know, Granny Goodness is like impressed by her when she actually fights back. Because for a while she's like chained up and she's, she can't do anything. Yeah. And then she gets impressed with her, her you know, like, oh, she likes yeah. to cut off her jib. Well, she, yeah, she, she saves them from that gigantic worm. Yeah, a couple, yeah. A couple of them get killed. They just get fried outright. Yeah. And Lois yeah. goes all badass in Mad Max, which is actually probably the thing this reminded felt most. Even though Mad Max doesn't have monsters in it, for some reason I was getting this yeah. Mad Max feel to to the plot in this one. L- L- Lois yeah. is Furiosa, basically, yeah. Fury, yeah. Mad Max Fury's Road. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. No, I thought this was fine. I just this is not when we got Gleason and Tomasi back. I wasn't expecting something like this, you know, like with Imperious Lex and. I have so. to say, I enjoyed this a lot more than the last issue. I thought the the last one was all right, but this one I thought was a lot more fun. You know, you got all that lower stuff. You've got Lex being really slimy, which was again really fun. <sighs> was he being slimy though? Well, kind of. Because, I mean, that's the impression. That's the way I took it. Yeah. Because he, he he's basically like, yeah. By the way, guys, like, yeah, give me that prophecy back that told you I was going to be the new god of apocalypse. Well, because yeah, he used it to his advantage, right? And now though, he's letting them know. And so I don't think it's necessarily being slimy. Oh no, it really felt like oh, I'm getting myself out of this. Hey, I, yeah. I, I, I did this for the well, while it was good for me, but yeah. Hey, here's Superman. Yeah. He's back talking. He's like, hey, you know who doesn't bleed? That guy. Yeah, he's the yeah, one he's you like... want. Exactly. Yeah. So, I, to me, that's not slimy. I mean, I guess it is because he's you know trying to slither out of something. But I just, I just like to add it to self-preservation versus. I think that is to, slimy to me... for Luther though, because it's because it's not self-preservation. He could do this. He just doesn't want to. Yeah, I just I look at like Littlefinger making backroom deals. That's slimy to me. Like in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Peter no, Lex is not so much yeah, doing the backroom deal, just going, <laughs> Yeah, no, that's the guy you want. Uh and it was I love this Luther, and it's gonna be sad. I say it every time when he goes back to being evil Lex. I, I I'm really glad it's lasted as long as it has though. Because I, mm-hmm. I think Me when too. this started way back in Forever Evil, this kind of started, right? Yeah. Yep. Right and after it, it, 
it kind of felt like okay this is going to be a you know just a temporary thing but you know that's been it's been a good what three four years at least now mm-hmm. three i think three so yeah i mean no, cause and, forever forever evil yeah we're going on four because forever evil ended in 2014 yeah so three years yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay glad we agree going on four Cause well, no, because it, yeah, it started at the end of Forever Evil. Like, that was kind of, yeah. it propelled them into it. So it's been three years before Adam is a good guy. I'd, I'd, I'd guess like the start of Forever Evil, though, was kind of the start of this journey. Because that's when he stepped up, wasn't it? Oh, three, four years, doesn't matter. Who was making a point? Connor, move on. <laughs> I, I will say, I was a little bit surprised. That, you know, I, <laughs> Matt, I will bitch slap you in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I saw the variant cover and realised this was the 800 issue of Superman. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. And as much as I enjoyed this, this did not feel like an 800th issue. It, that's, that's, nope. a good, that's a good, that's a very good point, actually. It's almost like they realised later on, oh, we're hitting these milestones with Superman, Flash, Wonder Woman, Batman. Uh, but I don't feel like, at least with this one, which came first, maybe they did, oh, we should have maybe wrote an important issue for this one because it's meant to be the, the 800 issue. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of respect it that they're, they're going, well, no, we're not interrupting the story flow. Just tell yeah. your story like you were. Because I think yeah. sometimes there's always a problem where you kind of get dragged out to do What a they could have done, thing. though, is they could have made it, like, you know, made it a bigger issue to celebrate the fact that it's 800 and just give it as more of the story. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, maybe they could have. Simple, simple as that. I don't know. It's, it's a nice variant cover, though. At least, yeah, that's mostly pretty good, I think. Yeah, it's solid. I, I really like how uh, how nice and orange it is. It's, it's got a real nice glow to it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, also, I love how Lois looks so at place. She's just wearing like a sweater and like a shirt, and she looks so normal compared to everyone else who's in this ridiculous apocalypse gear. Until like Granny Goodness is like, "Hey, put this on," and then she's in like this yeah. Mad Max armor at the end. Yeah. You earned it. That's what yeah. I liked. Yeah, and she's she's been through some shit because at the end she's like just biting off like this bit of meat. She's like, yeah, I'll eat this. So, yeah, I'm a yeah. I'm a savage now. And then poor John, he's he's out. You know, yeah, he's running away, running away from the dogs. Yeah, yeah, big metal dogs, and the the people want to eat them. Yeah, he's he's. I, I don't think they're metal dogs. I think they just got armor. They just got armor. Uh, yeah, you can right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they're the, they're the dog soldiers of apocalypse. We saw. Yeah. Some of them in Final Crisis. Just, just some metal Wonder plating on the top. Ah, yeah, yeah, you're right. The jaws are actually still flesh. You're right. Yeah. Metal dogs would have been cool as well, though. They would have been. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen Kingsman two not that long ago. Metal dogs on the brain, <laughs> like a good <laughs> robot dog. Uh, um, yeah. So there wasn't actually. I, I thought it was going to jump around the three of them a bit more evenly, but it end, ended yep. up being more of a lowest focused issue with just a little bit of John at the end, a little bit of Superman at the start. Yeah, I, I imagine the next one will probably be mostly John. Yeah, with, you know, a bit, a bit of a bit, a bit of Superman, a little bit of Lois. Especially since we end in that cliffhanger with him running away from these these, these right. guys, so it makes sense. Uh, I, I thought it was fine. I, I think it was the, obviously the best issue of Superman, but it was a, a far cry better than anything we'd had before it, the last it issue. A, it was an enjoyable issue of Superman. Like. It was an enjoyable issue of Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Cool. I like how Matt's the, the one who's a bit down on it. He's like, yeah, uh, yeah, this is. Yeah, I, just, I think he just holds Superman to a higher standard than we do. I do, I do, and and the fact that it was just like, I feel like they're just tying up loose ends before Doomsday Clock, like this whole Dark Side stuff, uh, and yeah. it was it was a fine issue, but it wasn't like at the level that I thought it was going to continue. No, I, I don't think it was like at top form, but I think it was 
I, I'm, I'm just glad to be enjoying Superman and going, oh, this is really enjoyable and fun to read. And I'm like, uh, and I feel like it's been a good few months since I've had that feeling. So in that yeah. sense, to me, this is quite That's... good. Yeah. Yep, I, I concur. As much as I hate to concur with him. Uh, so let's, let's move on to, uh, what are we on next? Green Lantern's number 34, Tim Seeley yeah. writing Ronin Cliquet on art. Uh, so so you got the lanterns, they're trying to save this planet, uh, all the all the aliens are like, no, we don't want to leave because of our religion, and Jess has to try and convince them to leave, meanwhile, Simon tries to whip out that healing power that he's had once before, uh, and save yep. the daughter uh, that we met last issue on the ship. Uh, hey, which... let's talk about covers not representing at all what in the book. Let me glance at the cover again before I agree <laughs> or disagree with that, because I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, look at the yeah, cover no, and what it... Look. And what it uh, says? Oh, I'm getting up. I'm getting up. Um, <laughs> beware, <laughs> beware, Elizabeth. She's gonna steal your heart. Okay, yeah. That, that, that's. I mean, I, I guess the only thing I can maybe relate in the book to that is that after they've saved the day, they've saved the planet, they've saved her. She's at a yeah. concert and she comes backstage and says, "Hey, Simon, thanks for saving me. Come back next time and I'll thank you properly." Yeah. That is the closest I'm it gets thinking, to that cover. I'm of, thinking zombie turn brain. as I open this, going, <laughs> oh, she died. He's in a, Something's going to happen with the solar flare, and she's a monster that he's going to have to take out. And then he heals her, and we get the great story from the mom about how she was like a war orphan, and she took her in and helped her change her whole view on, on that world and whatnot. And it was really nice. Nothing stealing my heart, though. You know, or or Simon's. Oh, that, that, shoot, that shoot was good, yeah. I, but I get the complaint yeah. doesn't match the cover. Uh, I like the variant cover, actually. I just noticed it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm I wishing I got one... the variant cover. Hmm. That is a nice cover. I have one real problem with this issue. Oh, here we go. Which go is? It, 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 see, this is a roundabout problem. It's the art, but not specifically the art in this issue. I really like I think it looks great. But it's so totally different to the last issue. Yeah, I prefer um, the last issue's art, I have to say. No, me too, but I think this is still pretty good. But it's it's so different, and this is only two issues into a run. It feels like it's so inconsistent already that it's it's just a little bit I disappointing. Don't, I don't think it's... You say it's two issues into a run. It's I mean, it's into the writer's run, but the art team's pretty much the same as before, so I feel it's the, the yeah. artist rotation is just kind of what it already was. It is, but I feel like you you want to. I, I remember, you know, the first arc of every other book, like of all the books and runs, they made a point of kicking off with some consistency and going at least like the aim was always to have at least an. Oh arc. yeah, I, but the reason why I'm I'm sort of picking apart your complaint there is like I agree with the complaint. I just don't think you can blame it on this new run. Is it's just I, no, I think it just it sticks out more. And yeah. I, I I did point out a few times in the in the previous run, especially when it was in the middle of story arc, yeah. so it shifted. I think yeah. I, I, I think Green Lantern has always been the most guilty of the double shipping hurting its uh its art consistency. Arts, yeah, 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 it's been pretty bad. Um, but like you say, it's usually good art. It's just yeah, inconsistent is the the thing. Uh, so obviously we still have we have more flashbacks. We actually Je- Je- Jessica actually got the job, which uh, I was not expecting based on the scene in the last yeah. the last issue. Even though he's like, yeah, you can start in the kitchen. Uh, we'll we'll see how you cope before we feed you to the public, uh, which yeah. is you know, um, I, I'm okay with that plan. Uh, Simon, on the other hand, is not, and the uh, the person hired him's you know, as nice as possible about it, but you're right. We need trust on the on the on the crew, and you know, if they Google your name, they're going to see those words. And yeah, I'm sorry, it's the, this is the way it has to be. So she's very honest about it, 
and kind of nice about it, but it's still like coming back to bite him. It's still kind of the same block that he had. Uh, but no, so yeah, so the issue ends that Simon actually has a new place. He moves out of his uh, his sisters, and he's living in essentially a lantern space station. It's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah, in Sector 2814, so I assume close to Earth. Um, mm-hmm. uh, speaking of, when they're evacuating the planet, do you, you actually, when he's, he makes this big racetrack to like evacuate all yep. the people, uh, I assume everyone noticed the 1989 Batmobile uh, on the racetrack. I did yeah. not. I was looking at the looping and the oh. uh, like, like the Hot Wheels track, which, funnily enough, they did in the Green Lantern movie, and it was kind of lame there. But here, it makes sense. That's what Simon would do. Since he's Ooh. such a gearhead, I mean, he even he has an engine in his room he can work on, you know, like which I thought was funny. But now I'm gonna have to pull this up and look. Yeah, it's just on the left. It's like just just behind like the first car in your view, I think. Yeah. Also, uh, running to the idea that I love Jessica's ring and the ring's attitude. Um, when she's because mm-hmm. obviously from last issue she was like struggling to hold everything up and the ring was like oh we're, we're reaching maximum capacity we're reaching maximum capacity and in this issue the ring says you're stretching me further than those yoga pants that you still have from college yeah <laughs> oh I love yeah. her ring so much it's so good oh yep there it is <laughs> half the aliens look stoked to be up in space the other half look terrified <laughs> I love it yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't like. I didn't love this as much as the last issue, but it was a solid conclusion to it. There was still a lot of fun moments, um, mm-hmm. and obviously the big intrigue at the end is that it turns out that the ship uh, was sabotaged uh, by Keshkar, who wanted like who wants to bring the planet back to like hating everyone and being powerful and yeah. uh, not follow the teachings of Abansur and all that stuff. Uh, so he wants Ingara to become evil again, basically, and uh, get turned him against the Green Lantern Corps. He ends up killing his henchmen. Yep. Uh, so as much as this was kind of just a two issue thing, it has actually set up this. I assume a, a, a big villain going we're going forward. to be dealing with uh, going yeah, forward. Yeah, and and some other stuff like the you know you mentioned how the ring has a personality. Mm. It, it it seems maybe it's a it's a little bit creepy. Yeah, because Jessica goes to sleep, and mm-hmm. we see like. Green, a, a, almost like two green figures, kind of appear watching over as she yeah. sleeps. Yeah, yeah, and like you know, and she hasn't even got the ring on, and it's still talking to her. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's very, it's actually, very spooky. It almost looks like um, like a radiation monster. I'm going to call it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you can Scooby Doo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could see. Also, I, I could almost see a fifty sci-fi movie with this 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 green figure yeah. being the villain. Yeah, it's kind of creepy, but I, I I love how she has a little flash figure on her on a bedside table. Yeah, I don't that's, even notice that first great. time. Oh, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> of course you do. I don't, well, I don't know. What do you mean? Of course you do. How how, how many people have a, an action figure of their their crush sitting on their on their table? Uh, if I could, uh, <laughs> I would. <laughs> they made Jessica Chastain action figures. It would be right next to CM Punk. I might have just revealed too much about myself. Uh, wait, 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 wait! You didn't say your wife. You said Jessica Chastain. Oh, I feel like yeah. You said your crush, not your. They're not together, <laughs> right? Barry's still dealing with stuff from uh, from oh, Myers. True, so true, it's fine. True. 
But they were one. Okay, okay. Even weirder then. Your kind of ex has an action figure, and you've got them on your bedside table. That's weird. Right That's there, you go. That's bad news bears. Unhealthy, yeah. one might say. Yeah. Uh, we are, although we're not getting straight to this villain uh, that we introduced, we're, we're getting a, a goofier villain because we end with this little tease for next issue. Um, what's his name here? Bolthunga. Bolthunga. Uh, who is arguing with one of those big wavy men that you get at the, uh, the used car places. The crazy arms. Yeah, the crazy arms. Yeah. Uh, the and, it's green, and he's demanding to take him to the Green Lanterns of Earth. <laughs> it's actually a really funny ending. I'm not going to lie. I was cracking yeah, I, up. I love how he just explodes it. Like, I also love the... He's using a megaphone to did talk he... to it as well, which is my favourite part of the whole yeah. thing. Did he get? Did he bring the megaphone or did he find the megaphone? I mean, he could have found it in the used car place. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, I love Bofunga. He's such yeah. the foil for for Guy Gardner. So I'll, I want to see how he interacts with these two. Yeah, it's uh, that should be a whole lot of fun. Yeah, I, I, I like how he calls it your insipid joy dance. Yeah, <laughs> he also calls him a tall and wheedling creature of soul. Like it's uh, just. I, I feel like him interacting with Jess and Simon is going to be gold. I'm expecting a funny yeah. issue next time. Yeah, yep. definitely. Especially with Jess. And, I feel and like... we know that Seeley can do comedy through Nightwing and Grayson, so... Yeah. You know. It's also it's the perfect counterbalance because the, the previous page is that creepy green figure watching over over Jessica. Yep. And then we go yeah, to this... the previous page. The previous page, yeah. 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 Uh, and then we go to the next page and it's, you know, wavy arms, green thing. It's such a, a great transition. You can... You know, if that's a movie, you can yeah. see the edit of how it fades into yeah. being the, the, the wavy arm man. And you just have, you know, this stupid-looking yeah. alien with a megaphone shouting at it, take me to your leader. <laughs> Which is basically that. Yeah, I think that's why he's asking him, it's because yeah. it's green. He's yeah. like, oh, you must yeah. be a Green Lantern-related yeah. thing, so... Oh, definitely. Yeah. No. Uh, so, it's, it's all this shit. I like the last one a little bit more, but um, I have little complaints. So, uh, yep. so, so he's do, doing a good job on Green Lanterns. That'll take us on to Green Arrow number 34, Benjamin Percy Wright and Stephen Byrne on art. Uh, so, this uh, is, you know, moving forward from where we were before. We ended with the last issue with Moira showing up. Uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, I'm surprised that she's basically immediately like, yeah, I'm with the Nine Circle. Uh, <laughs> uh, you need yeah. to help me, though, because they want me dead now. Uh, I don't know for she good reasons. Goes, yeah, Nine Circle's good. It's been corrupted, though, so yeah. help me. But that's yeah. what they always say when when they need that's help. That guys say. always say that. That wasn't our original. I, 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 I was going to ask Matt what you meant by they. Like who who's they that always yeah. say this? <laughs> no, just like like anytime you have this evil corporation, but someone close to the hero hmm. is working for it, and like oh no, that wasn't our original cause. It's just been corrupted since then. But yeah, it was like yeah. the guy who runs it like creepy as shit masks. But whatever. Well, yeah, yeah. but like. <laughs> yeah, we are, we are a friendly, cuddly bunch, but we all wear these satanic-looking masks, yeah. Yeah, but but even looking at Dante, right, who's supposed to be the leader, mm. so what, these people just named it Ninth Circle for kicks and giggles? <laughs> you like, it. come on, Moira, but, but yeah. this I, I like, usually I don't like when they dredge up, like, dead parents. Oh, I've actually been alive this whole time. But I feel this time it really works, especially for, for Oliver and with his dad. In his dad's secret life, and now balancing this, we have his mom. So I was like, 
He's going to have more parental issues than Batman. Yeah, I, I, think, I think it works, Oliver, because he hasn't been hung up on his parents. It's not part of his yeah. motivation for anything. It's just part of his history. So it's not like a, a driving force. This doesn't undermine anything about what he does. Yeah, I can agree with that. I, I mean, I'm not... Like I thought, this issue was 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 fine. I I do say I mean I wasn't necessarily loving the flashbacks to Moira's childhood and how she yeah. like, became who she was. I'm like, eh, whatever. I'm not. I, I really like the page layout. You know, the one where she gets married and you know it goes through all that. Yeah, mm. I love the page layout for that with the uh, you know the the flower border. Yeah, yeah, mm. it's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, I mean, the art's good. I mean, well, Stephen like yeah. yeah, she didn't start with money, so it's like we show that she can scrape and scrap, and you know, if she is telling the truth, she can re, you know, write the the ninth circle. I don't believe her. I feel like it's just a power. Very now. much some versions of Lex, though, isn't it? Yeah, very Kinda, much. Yeah, I, I think uh, that's just, like I said, she was fine, but I think it was a lot of it was taken up with flashbacks of her story, and then we got like a flashback of why Diggle's working with Merlin. Um, yeah. that, and again, yeah, that was like fine. It's just kind of explaining things, and just, but it wasn't particularly exciting on its on its own. Here's the question: Do you feel with this going to monthly that you've been cheated a little bit? Getting yeah, this is your your issue. That's it for a month. Uh, well, we got the annual this month, so I don't feel too bad this one. <laughs> okay, fair. Enough. But if this had been next month, you know, where you don't have an annual, if that was it. I, don't, I try not to think like that. Like I'm cheated because the. The issue is not what I want it to be. Um, I, w- I wonder if he knew when he wrote this one that it was going going monthly. Mm, okay. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe he didn't find out until he'd written a couple past the point of of monthly. Perhaps. Yeah, because this still feels like the pace that it has been. Yeah. The, the, mm-hmm. And I think he does need to adjust the pace. In or maybe he, he will, and he's already addressed that. But I think yeah. it does need ch- changing a little bit because it has been very much aware that okay, there's another issue in two weeks and. It's kind of played to that. Yeah, I did like the action yeah. scene later yeah. on, though, where they're uh, dealing with the, like the automated truck in the train, and like Canary has yeah. to like use our, our, you know, our power to slow the train down. Uh, yeah, that, that was some fun stuff, and the idea that they're trying to hack into the city because it's a smart city and everything runs on mm-hmm. on a uh, on the internet now, which is oddly kind of similar to some themes <laughs> of this week's Arrow episode, which involved the team oh, having no. to save the internet. Oh, good lord. <laughs> I need to fin- I need to get caught up on Supergirl now that you mentioned that. Though. I'm, <laughs> so I thought you were going to say I need to get caught up on Arrow. Oh yeah, that's good. That that no, no. all three are fun, Matt. I would recommend the other three for yeah. some fun times. Especially no. Legends these days. Legends tomorrow is is actually. Oh yeah, uh, your ET fandom, Matt, is going to skyrocket or tingle oh. wildly with this last episode of Legends if you catch up. Yay. They go good. nuts with the referencing. Nice. But, um, uh, back, back to Green Arrow, that scene Pete was just talking about before mm-hmm. he gets hijacked with Canary disrupting the train. Uh, I just love the layout there, and then it, it ends with her I, turning around. I, I love her smirk in the top panel. Yeah, yeah. I love that panel at the top. Yeah, the smirk. It's like she's, uh, she knows she's about to do something cool as shit, so she's just like enjoying yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm doing it. Yeah, it's the, it's the clock king actually that's doing all this, which of course he goes and yep. grabs him. It's it's kind of just a filler plot because they're just dealing with it and it's like done by the end of the issue. Um, yeah, I, I think maybe the more sort of seeding stuff for later. The, the same two cops we got last issue um, are talking about how they're basically just security guards now for all the rich people who now run the city. Uh, yep. So I think that's poking at some interesting themes that maybe maybe could yeah, go somewhere. Yeah, and it feels like they're kind of going to get. Yeah, you know, bored of vigilante stuff. It's like, well, no, you know, we we want to be recognised and do our job. Yeah, yeah, I, I can, 
It's, you know, but well, enough, and, and he says that, and he looks over, and, and the one cop is driving like a Lamborghini. Oof. You know, he's so prospering. Like he's, he's bought in. Yeah, he's prospering. Yeah, so uh, there's, I, I like it. I like when when uh, Percy gets a little more subtle like that because we know he likes to tell these big, yeah, you know, cheesy. It you know. was a little less on the nose than he usually does, to be fair. Yeah, yeah and shockingly, and despite the fact that Merlin saved Diggle in the past and Diggle owed him one, Merlin turns on Diggle. Shocker, I could never have seen that coming. Yeah. Yeah. Not at all. Merlin, he was Ra's al Ghul, you know. <laughs> he used to be Ra's al Ghul. <laughs> uh, uh, little submarine but, thing. Yeah, you're, so I, I haven't watched very many issues of Archer, but I'm getting in or issues episodes of Archer, but I'm getting Archer vibes out of Oliver and Moira in that last page. Yeah, uh, yeah, right, with the mom and the son. Yeah, doing yeah, spy yeah, stuff. Yeah, definitely. There, there is an episode where they go in like a, a submarine thing. I mean, they're, they're actually like in the in a bloodstream, they're miniaturized, and it right. is glorious. Yeah, okay. yeah, the issue ends with them. They're on this fancy submarine boat thing, and they're going to the 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 inferno to steal stuff to to get the wealth back and then they can fight it on a more even footing uh, and maybe bring some class back to the family name and all sorts I'm just kind of waiting for her to turn on him though if I'm honest yeah yeah. so yeah. I, I don't know it, it was an okay issue like, it, it's progressing everything along uh, I just felt like half of it was taken up with these flashbacks that weren't that interesting on their own yeah no that's fair I think I, think I liked the Moira ones more than the Diggle ones though that's, yeah, that's 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 fair, um, and also Oliver's uh, court dates coming up, uh, and everyone's worried about it. Uh, and the girl he was supposed to kill still kind of freaked out and shell shocked and not really yep. all all quite there. Matt, your make is going, uh, but there we go. Uh, and obviously Stephen Burt's art's very nice, very clean style as uh, typical. Yeah, uh, I, I do enjoy his stuff a lot. Although I have to say, I'm hoping the the switch to to monthly means we can get Friar. You know, more especially more since we know Schmidt's going to Teen Titans, so it means yeah. both of Percy's books just might be. Yeah, yeah. If, if we for... if we get Friar as the the main artist, and then and then just have Burn as the backup with mm. for the monthly stuff, then I'm more than okay with that. Yeah, yeah. True. All right, uh, so that's that's Green Arrow. Uh, that'll take us on to Nightwing number thirty two. Tim Seeley writing uh, Miguel Madoncha and Scott Eaton on art. Uh, now I just complained about flashbacks in this one. A lot of this one's also very flashback, flashback heavy. Um, but it was a bit more interesting though. It was basically we're at the you know the blackjack table and Raptors there, and most of the issue is them having a conversation and talking about mm-hmm. their past and why they're there. And Raptor gets all philosophical about oh this is why you're flawed, this is why you do this. Uh, you bought into the, the rich and powerful Bruce Wayne, and then you forgot your own life and blah 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 blah. Uh, you're just out for yourself. Uh, and then Nightwing kind of flips it all around and says, you know, I've been actually researching and trying to figure out where you were, you know, from memories. I've been talking to people, I've been interviewing people from the circus, all these things. And it basically tells them what seems like it's probably an accurate portrayal of what Raptor mm-hmm. was doing on the night that, the night that Dick's parents yeah. died. Uh, of how he got caught off guard and followed Bruce to pick his pocket because he wanted the money, rather than doing what he was claiming that he was always doing, which was protecting his mother. And because of that, he never saw the acid on the rope, and because of that, uh, they died. Uh, yep. But yeah, so there's, there's a lot of talking about them falling to their deaths and like how that everyone felt like they hit the ground at the same time and yep. all this stuff. Uh, it's an okay issue. It's kind of it's kind of, kind of the issue where I, I I appreciate a lot of the beats in it. 
and I like um, what it's doing from a story level, uh, but it's not actually the most exciting one on its own. I agree. It I like it's like... part of the overall narrative. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like Sealy's wrapping it all up. Like, he, yeah. he introduced, he started with Raptor, he's going to end with Raptor. Uh, it it does feel like he might have had gone a bit longer on this run, but, yeah. you know, he he's ended for reasons. And yeah. it's like, okay, well, I was going to do this Raptor thing at some point, but mm-hmm. let's just get it all out, because I want to be the one to tell this Raptor story. Absolutely, yeah. and obviously the runoffs are all like, coming into play as well, and they're all deciding they want to help fight, because they know that... Uh, Raptor and Pigeon are working together and they're like, no, we're going to do this. And we're going to do it for yeah. Giz because Giz wanted to be a hero, so we're going to do this. Yeah. Uh, also, I think we probably all enjoyed Gorilla Grimm freaking out at the pigeons. Uh, yeah. Flying out. And As like, someone that oh. has a bird phobia, I especially uh, appreciated I just, that. I love so. how he, he, he sticks up for himself. Like, uh, Mouse is like, seriously? And he's just like, uh-huh. an ape legend, birds are bringers of doom. I stand yeah. by my reaction. <laughs> <laughs> yep, in Matt Legend it's the same too, not just Ape Legend, so it's mine. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I did like the stuff with Orca too. How you know they're like, yeah, you know, you're always a runoff, and you did all of this because you know you were tired of them using you, and you thought you know, or she didn't want to not feel useful, and so that you know that opens that hole up to yeah. Because her... basically, what happens at the end of this issue is that. Uh, Raptor and Pigeon have basically infected a lot of the population of Bluetooth. Um, we're not sure quite how much at this point. Certainly the people I'm in the casino. I'm thinking just the casino. Maybe yeah, just the I casino. So yeah. um, but they've infected them all with uh, Blockbuster Blockbuster. and Orca. Like, you know, I think Venom. they've used the, the, the... They've studied the Orca stuff that made him his way and then they've turned yeah. it into like Blockbuster Venom or whatever. And they're all sort of like hooking up and freaking out and we get that big thing at the end. Uh, but that, that's actually where the, uh, you know, DeFacer and the rest of the team, they find mm-hmm. Orca at this this old lab that was used to uh, work on like him and his gang, uh, yeah. and yeah, they, they basically convince them like to to help and they should work with us in all mm-hmm. sorts. Um, but yeah, uh, it, I mean, like I say it, it's setting up all the next parts of the story. It's it's given us a lot of emotional payoff. It's kind of the moment where Dick says, you know what. You're not above me, right? I can, I, I am. You're equal. I can fight you on this. Uh, I mean, I like the final page where you know you all these blockbuster people rampaging around and Dick's yeah. like doing the I, Superman I like shot. The, the ripping the shirt open shot. Yeah, the yeah. Superman kind of, kind of moment. Well, I liked, I liked how they told the story over Blackjack too. Mm-hmm. Like when, you know, he doesn't. Raptor doesn't realize that uh, Dick has an ace in the hole, you know, and he's figured all of this out. Yeah. Yeah, Poor choice of words. But, yeah, because yeah, yeah. Raptor keeps winning, and then at the end, Dick's like, yeah. no, house wins at the end. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. He, he relates his story to it as well. You know, like Raptor saying, no, no, Dick, you wanted more. You you, you know, you had a good, like, easy life anyway, but you wanted the best. You wanted Blackjack. Yeah, yeah. and then when Raptor loses, he that's when he enacts his plan. It's like, well, I'm going to cheat, and I'm going to win ultimately anyway. Um, yeah, we're just kind of. I think a lot of this story uh, and the story between the two of them has always been about hypocrisy and how Raptor thinks he's a. I think Dick's a hypocrite, but really ha- Raptor's the hypocrite. He's the bigger hypocrite yeah. of the two of them. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I, I think it boils down to that. Uh, yeah, art's good, not amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. It's serviceable. It's serviceable. It works. Um, nothing about it was blowing me away. Uh, I do like how Orca looks though. Orca, Orca looks pretty pimping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then again, how how do you screw up a 
a, a whale shark person. And, and anthropomorphize killer whale. There yeah. you go. Uh, yeah, that, how can that go wrong? That's the correct term. <laughs> like street sharks. <laughs> yeah, like street sharks. Uh, yeah. uh, that's a good comparison. Um, but yeah, no. So it's setting up the, the final, and it does feel like everything's coming together. Because again, I think we said this the last couple of issues, but it's bringing Raptor, it's bringing the the runoff sense. Vaboda's there. Like we see her briefly, like dealing with the chaos out in the docks. Yeah. Spelling yeah, out from the casino. I'm looking forward to the end game. I mean, I'm not looking forward to Seeley coming off the run, of course, because I've been enjoying it a lot. Yeah. But yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing what he does, you know, and whatever epilogue issue he has planned, I'm sure it's going to hit quite hard because he can do that quite well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see him in Defacer, like, having a having a moment where they agree that they're not going to be a couple again, but they've kind of buried the hatchet and it'll feel kind of yeah. bittersweet. I, like, I so. I'm sensing that moment coming. But uh, yeah. no, so so there's there's Nightwing. Uh, that'll take us on to Deathstroke number twenty five, which is the oversized issue, as as we said. It's the uh, for like all the other issue twenty fives I've had, it's, it's had a bit of a bit of a meteor issue. Uh, Christopher Priest writing and Carlo Pugilane on art. Uh, so the the society got him at the end of last issue. Yep. And in this one, he's basically strapped to a, 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 a device, a table thing, and we've got a round table with the society members. And he's hallucinating. You can kind of tell that Hector Hammond's kind of messing with his head, yeah. and he's he's thinking of these things from his past, but they're not really because he's still he's still talking like he has all the experience of, the, of adult Deathstroke, but he's a kid. Yeah. Is you know it's it's messing. He, with... He's consciously aware this is looking back at something, and it's yeah. not happening now. Yeah, um, and it basically becomes this debate about whether or not he's he's evil or not. And honestly, my favorite thing about this this trial is that it brings in some other because we mentioned Wise Killer. Killer Frost there, and mm-hmm. I like that Vandal Savage brings up. Yeah, there's a there's a worrying trend with some of our our, our uh, you know our, our colleagues here in the evil world. Uh, Lex Luthor notably has uh, has been playing hero for a while now, and then Killer yep. Frost is working with the Justice League of America. Like, and it, I actually kind of like that the, the villains as a whole are like, what's going on? More of us are turning good now. Deathstroke's playing hero with all his his his, uh, his kiddie teammates. That's it. I really like how you know Killer Frost is like. Look, we all know this isn't just about Deathstroke. This isn't just about Slade. This is about mm-hmm. all of us. You know, I'm I'm here. We all know I'm running off. You know, with the, with the Justice League for Batman. This is about as much about me as it is him. I like Riddler. I like Riddler in this issue. Riddler trying to like figure things out, and he's constantly dropping these little riddles. I like yeah, that. it's fun. I I liked how he was more of a traditional Riddler here because we we had we had that sort of more edgier one in Batman recently, uh, in the yeah. flashbacks story. But I feel like here this is a bit more typical. I I like the idea that we can have both because you know that Batman one that was it that was you know in the past it was yeah. like, he, he was young he was he was brash. And that, that said, his, his defeat he still is kind has of the the question mark scar across his chest, which I kind of like. Oh sure, yeah. That that it's under there and he's trying to hide from that. Yeah, you con- know. continuity. I do like that his hair's a bit floppier though. Like I, because yep. I, I like Riddler with a, a bit more messier look to him. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. Um, but no, I like that he's basically been the attorney and try to like <laughs> prove well or not he's evil. Yeah, uh, he's, and he's the court appointed attorney on top of it. You yeah. know, like yeah. there's nothing in it for him to win or lose. You know it, what I mean? It, he's it, it cracked me up though when he just he stood up and said, "I am Riddler for the defense." I'm like, he's defending yeah. him. <laughs> it just cracked me up. Uh, and then we have what I was pretty sure was like an hallucination, but you think Deathstroke gets out, like he actually breaks yep. free because his suit has backup power, and he gets out. And I do actually like his strategy here. Like he he, he goes to like right, Hector Hammond needs to be dealt with first because he can mess with my mind, 
and then Reverse yep. Flash has to be next because he's a speedster. He's the next most dangerous. And, you know, I, I liked how you worked down them in order of priority. It was like, no, this is the ones that I have to deal with first. And he kind of, in a Batman-esque way, is just kind of because Deathstroke kind of wins and beats them all. Yeah. Um, but it turns out all to be bullshit. It's all in his head. And basically they actually say, see, this proves he's still evil. If he got out of mm-hmm. those restraints, he would kill all of us. So he's yeah. still Deathstroke. I, I love when Manta stabs him. And he just gets up with it still inside him and just keeps going. That's yeah. that, that's that's why he earned the name Deathstroke the Terminator. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because he's, he just keeps coming at you like the Terminator no matter what you do to him. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, so no, that's... And Riddler like, rests his case. And I, I, think, I think interestingly from the book as a whole, like looking at everything that's been happening, uh, you look at that and say, well have they just proved that he is really still evil and that this is all an act and that this is just all going to fall apart soon? The question is, is what he did evil or is it self-preservation and is he evil for taking out the villains? Because to him, I don't think he would see that as evil. Oh, no, that's true. But at least recently he's been trying not to kill people. If he's the sort of of anti-hero who decides, no, I'm still going to be a hero, but I have no problem killing villains... Like then he's that's Punisher, then. yeah yeah he's Punisher basically yeah, yeah. which yeah. which for Deathstroke which seems always, fairly likely yeah, to be honest. Yeah. I always kind of felt that's where he should be anyways because like if you look at the Punisher he doesn't get along with all the heroes and like they don't need him to but like I always liked that he had that weird respect for Captain America like in Civil War you know uh, yeah. and 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 Cap dismissed the... him he didn't argue he was like okay and you know I I kind of like I would like a respectful like. He's gone around with Superman, so if Superman tells him, you know, no, Deathstroke, I, I, this isn't your fight, then... I think Deathstroke does have a, a respect for, you know, Batman and Superman yeah. especially, though, as he goes, you know, I, I th- he thinks he can win because, you know, he's like Batman where he'll plan. He's like, no, I think I can win, but I think he does respect them still. Yeah, so if, if he says, you know, whatever crisis happens, Deathstroke, this isn't your fight, we don't need you here causing casualties, I'll be like, okay, cool, uh, other stuff to do, see you later. Hmm. Yeah. And... And here, I just so is this a Grundy that comes and picks him up? Like, Joe, you know, I, I was hoping you'd have the answer for him because I yeah, wasn't sure I was, who this I, guy is I either. Was I was like, yeah. is it a Grundy? Is it meant to be a Bizarro? Yeah, that's, I wasn't too sure. Uh, we should mention though, if you're not if you're not actually looked at the book and you're just listening to us talking about it, it, so at the end of this, they're about to let Deathstroke go, and through the the roof, this big dude in a Deathstroke costume. Uh, classic Deathstone costume as well, yeah. not the current one. Yeah, with half Male. the face revealed. Yeah. And you see, it's, it's like a grey Hulk-like figure. So, you know, that's why we're guessing Grundy, we're guessing Bizarro. I don't know if it's either of those. Like, I feel like it's maybe it's just someone else that we're going to find out about. Oh, I remember this now. Oh, go on. This is Icon. They put Icon in the... His, his uh, essence. Yeah. In whatever that was. Um, yeah, you're right. This oh. is like ten issues ago. Right, okay. When, um, when he fell, right, and Jericho ends up with his suit, yeah. where Jericho killed him, they put his essence in this other creature. And that's, right, what this was. that's right, that's right, that's yeah. right. Um, what's funny, though, is there's like 10 editor's notes in this to go back to other issues, but this none of this has one. <laughs> nope. We could have used no. this one for here. And, and do you know what else doesn't have one? Explaining why Reverse Flash is there. Yeah. Well, because they can't explain that yet, because we don't know why he's there. Of course. No, I know, but just say, you know... Coming in a future story, you know, we got that in last week or the week before. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad that Killer Frost was explained though. They actually did explain that yeah. properly, and it tied yeah. into the theme of what the story was. So that 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 worked out well. Like, so I can't I can't fault them for that. No, I I really enjoyed this. I think 
I think it was interesting to use the 25 issue. You know, they've typically been celebrations of the run, celebrations of the character. This has been, okay, let's use it to look at Deathstroke and who Deathstroke so is. The character. Yeah. yeah, it was, it yeah. was like a, an a- analytical issue looking back at who he is. Yep. Yeah, and I think that, that's really interesting way of doing it. And I liked how the villain's been there, and obviously at the end when he does get kidnapped by this this icon monster-esque person, yeah. um, is that the, the, we see the rest of the team, the Defiance, been like, hey, Deathstroke's not been gone for a while, and they're like, ah, he's a Terminator, he'll be fine. And then it cuts yeah. to like him being dangled off a roof by this monster. Yeah. It's like, okay, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, no. Uh, so I expect they'll end up saving the day somehow for him, which will maybe, like, maybe legitimize them in his eyes a little bit more because obviously he treats them like kids constantly so maybe them having they are pretty much kids well yeah sure but like i feel like them them literally are his kids coming and saving him (laughs) well jericho was getting married so he's not that young so i have a conversation with my dad weekly (laughs) <laughs> like don't talk down to me i'm 32 years old he's like exactly well that's my point yeah. i'm saying they're not all necessarily that young some of them are obviously wally's yeah. you know like 13 14 whatever he is but right um yeah. so no that was it was a really good issue actually um mm-hmm. yeah definitely felt like it was playing up everything we've been building to uh and set up the next stuff um i i just wish i'd remembered the setup for that that monster at the end of it i think I, I'm, I... I'm gonna really look forward to rereading this whole run come the yeah. end because i feel like it's, it's yeah, and there's been so many points so far I've gone, oh, okay, all that stuff's kind of come together. And then it sets up a another bunch of things for, you know, 10 issues, and then it all yep. comes together again. So I'm looking forward to, once I know the full story, just reading through all of yeah. it and, and seeing all the threads. I, yeah. I read this on, on Wednesday, and it took me that long to realize it was the Icon, just because of the way he spoke. So I was like, wait, that's not Grundy, that's not... Yeah. You know, so an editor's note would have been nice, but like Connor just said, I think if you read this all in one big chunk, it'll... It'll flow a little bit better. Yeah, um, I think uh, that's part of the problem with you know the shift to monthly is yeah. these things are a little bit longer ago than they would have been planned to have been. You know, like when, yeah. when when he originally yeah. wrote that issue, it was still on double double shipping schedule, so he thought, okay, that's, it's going to be memorable enough in you know three months instead of seven. Yeah, yeah, well, it's actually longer than that because it's issue. If it was back at like issue ten ish, then it'd have been. Ages yeah, 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 whatever. But, you know. but, yeah, but anyway, uh, so no, solid. So that'll take us on to Batman White Knight number two. Uh, Sean Murphy uh, doing well, everything, everything except Cause colors because he's, uh, he's Sean Murphy um, weaving freaking magic. That's what he's doing. Well, there's Matt's opinion on this book. Yeah. Um. So Joker or Jack Napier, maybe I should say, yeah. uh, basically gets himself acquitted because there's actually no evidence. He accuses the the system of basically making him uh, and wanting the boogeyman out in the streets. Uh, so they made him worse. He, he claims that so he was that never... Said, this is in its own continuity, right? Of course like, it is. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when he says like he's never actually done anything, he's just, you know, he's robbed people. Well, Does I, that I, mean the Joker really isn't that bad? Or is he well, no, just... I, I, I took that as he, he didn't, hadn't done anything until they messed him up and they okay. made him the Joker. Because it's... But, okay. Uh, my my problem is it makes the police seem really incompetent. If, yeah, mm. you know they they're saying they haven't got a single bit of evidence for him ever murdering anyone. Yeah, that's that's pretty that's a wild yeah. thing. I, uh, I don't buy that. That that is silly. That is like, and that that's why I, I was looking at it, going, well, wait. So did he really not murder people? Is he really just this this you know robbery I mean, kind of guy that has a 
has a presence oh, so to you, him. So you want to believe Napier, you know, that he's telling That's, the truth and it's not just know. him saying things. I I, I, yeah. I don't think he killed anyone before he became Joker. If, if they, like, you know, obviously had a part in turning him into that, then fair enough. I, I'll buy that he didn't kill anyone before he became Joker. But the, the later yeah. story tells we, we find out about Jason Todd, it's like, well, I mean... That's, and that's the thing, you know. Uh, but yeah, no, I know I like that whole setup because it does make you question. And I, and then I, when when we get to the later stuff, oh, and before uh, you, uh, before you move on, I just wanted to see it back, back at the start when it's the the, the, the newscasters Shadow? debating whether oh. whether or not he actually is innocent or you know whatever, where he should be let out. How do you feel about them using the actual like I mean not the actual photo but drawing the the photo of that that protest image from last was it last year I think this was. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, they actually just drew this this image from this famous photo of the the women in the protester being like approached by the the heavily armed police. It was a a bold choice. It feels a bit weird to me to just use the actual thing. Yeah, but I think that's what he's going for. It made me feel uncomfortable, which I think that's what Murphy's going and, for. I I think it's maybe the idea that he felt like if he tried to do his own version, he felt like he's just disrespecting the image. And you know the okay. the whole point of that photo is like so maybe you thought it was a it, it it felt better to just use that picture and go no look I respect this image enough to use it and not change it and do my own okay, thing. Okay, okay. Um, I'm not sure. I don't feel really strong with one way or the other, but it did make me go pause and go, huh? That's a bold yeah. choice. <laughs> um, so can we talk about the the shadow in the very first panel? I think yeah, there's so such a glorious little art touch. Oh sure, yeah, and it's basically that. Uh, that first Phantom Menace poster where it's Anakin shadows the Darth Vader shadow. That's <laughs> basically what it is. Say what you want about that, that, that movie, but that's a good poster. Oh, the poster's shot. great. It was. The post- poster's great. It's the best part of that entire movie is that poster. Oh, I'm not, I'm not going to dispute that. It's a phenomenal poster. Uh, so he goes back to his old hideout and Harley greets him and is basically excited. Once they have sex, let's get crazy. I'll put the white makeup back on. Let's go and kill people and rob stuff yeah. and whatnot. And then I got very confused because I wasn't sure how literally Me too. I was supposed mm-hmm. to take. Because it wasn't until later on. Because at first I was like, is this just in her head? And she's just switching yeah. personalities. But then later <laughs> on, she actually they actually explained, no, there were two Harley Quinns in this continuity, in this book. So you had the original Harley, who was the therapist, who became Harley uh-huh. Quinn. But then when the Joker went too far, in particular with Jason Todd, she realised he was you know, beyond this certain point, And he was in love with Batman, not her. Uh, she... she you know, fell away from him, and this other person came in and became the new Harley Quinn. I love the meta commentary of this, of the idea, you know, just how yep. we've got such a different Harley now to this yeah. classic Harley, and it's like there's a point where, okay, maybe there was a point where it went too far, and maybe we should just look at them as two and, separate and Harleys. And that, that was it. I always had issues, like, with Suicide Squad version of Harley. Like, she was a psychiatrist, and she fell into the trap. Like, how did she let herself go that far? Right? I, I don't uh, think it's a coincidence that the, the, the new version of Harley is wearing a top uh, is very similar to the movie. Yes, yeah. no, I think it's a very intentional. Right? Yeah. And then yeah, and then you get Deanie's version, you know, uh, completely here. With the hyenas. With, with the hyenas completely. And I, I love that. Like, if there's one thing that, you know, like, Killing Joker was originally, you know, out of continuity like this, but they brought in, you know, Barbara being attacked... I almost wish like there was multiple Harleys now, you know, like there's a pretender Harley, and, I, I and if you want to, you can headcanon it yourself though, can't you? Like, go, okay, I'm going to pretend can. this this new Harley that's running around yeah. in, you know, in the the current Harley book, 
that's a completely different Harley. Like just yeah, personality wise, it's very different anyway. But just pretend mm-hmm. it. No, it's it's physically a different one. Yeah, and then you can have Deanie's Harley that still runs around with you know Catwoman, you know, and 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 all that other stuff. Like I like that. It was a nice choice, but I had to go back and read it like two or three times. It was like Pete. I was like, wait, is this in his head? Is this in her head? Like, I thought, it was, yeah, and then, no. I thought it was in her head until we got to the scene afterwards where yeah. she actually sits down with him with tea and explains yep. what's going on. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay, <laughs> all right, okay. And I, I like too. He's like, I didn't know you drank tea. He's like, well, yeah, you never noticed a lot of things because you were so wrapped up. Like I turned into a different person, for example. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. Oh dear. Um, but so I'm just kind of going through it in order here. And the next scene, I just kind of just say Sean Murphy drawing Mister Freeze is like the best thing. Oh my god! Ever. That's a print. That, full, that full page where he stood, you know, looking into the the the, the glass. Tube. Nora, his wife, yeah, yeah. Nora. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to think of the right word for that, the the, the tube thing. But oh, the chamber. Yeah, there it's just go. gorgeous. That whole image. Oh, it's beautiful. That's a print. Like, there's a print I would hang on my wall. And right I, there. I think it's interesting here. Like, so obviously we talked about her last time. It's not just that Batman's went evil per se. Like, we're, yeah, we're, no. it's, it's different than that. But you see here, <laughs> he's, he's trying to help Victor like heal his wife. He's trying yeah. to think of get a cure to uh, bring him back to like normal. You know, you know, not not be cold blooded, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although, interesting twist, like, this Mr. Freeze, his origin's a lot earlier than the other versions, because mm-hmm. they mention that he's been this way for 50 years. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. they talk about, like, Nazi technology and stuff, is, is yeah. and all that. Yeah, so... Oh, well, his name's Victor Freeze. The way, it's very uh, Eastern European. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. So, so I can imagine him being part of the Cold War, and that's what... Spell it, it with a K instead of a C. Yeah, 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 and they basically say he's been f- frozen in his thirties for fifty years, so he's basically just aged to eighty when they yeah. when they like cure him, basically. Um, but yeah, so it's but it's not a foolproof thing because because they, they even mentioned they don't have a cure for her disease yet if they bring her back. Nope. So, but then, then again, he's so close to death that they probably have about the same amount of time left anyway. So yeah. I know, but then that, that panel underneath that, you know, where he he's he's eighty now and he's he's just kneeling yep. down in front of it and he's just like, oh, what, what what do I do? Do I just do this anyway? And you yep. just you feel the emotion in that panel. Yeah, he's lost. You, you, yeah. If you took out the dialogue bubbles. The entire scene still works, but just silence. Now, question. No. I've got a question. I don't know if you guys will know this, right? But so they mm-hmm. mentioned McGregor's syndrome here, right? That's what she's yeah. got, which is what yeah. she had in the movie Batman and Robin. Was it in the comics before that? The name um, of the disease, McGregor's syndrome. I don't think. So. I don't think so. It was because always just this if disease. he's ta- if he's taking that from. I mean, obviously, he took Jack Napier from the first Batman movie. And he's taking her, you know, her traditional. Are you thinking this is literally in that continuity? No, no, not in that continuity. I'm, I'm just saying it's a bold thing to take as something from Batman and Robin, as stupid as McGregor syndrome. No, I get yeah, but this is a much smaller thing. Oh sure, yeah, it, no, it, you know, it doesn't really matter by comparison. It, it doesn't, but, no, but if you remember, but the, it shows he's pulling from all the different versions of Batman to create the story, even ones that I no like one that. wants them to pull from. Yeah, <laughs> which. But here's the thing, like if you remember the plot of that movie, and yeah, I, I didn't remember more of this than I'd like to remember. But <laughs> that that movie has a plot. Alfred yeah. gets McGregor's syndrome. That's the plot of that movie. Yeah. And is that why he's helping Mister Freeze? Is because that's what Alfred has? Because we know Alfred's sick mm-hmm. and he's dying. Is is, is, he, is he, so you're saying it's a small thing? But if it, if that's what it is, if he's actually if Alfred's got this as well, and they're trying to figure mm-hmm. out a way to save him, they're basically taking a whole plot line for Batman and Robin. 
which is true. which is ballsy. But, but presumably yeah. doing something infinitely better with but it. But but then again, take take away the Schumacher sheen, and that's not a bad storyline for Doctor or Doctor Freeze, Mister Freeze. Oh you sure. Know? Yeah. Like, so I mean, that's that's one bright spot in that very terrible movie that I still watch before I watch Batman vs Superman again. Because <laughs> at least I can laugh at it and not be angry. I was like, huh, chill. <laughs> Ice skates. <laughs> what killed the dinosaurs? <laughs> the ACH. You know. Uh, also, I'll say, I'll say just marming before we everywhere. move on from the the Mister Freeze punch from Batman and Robin, I just want to point out Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mister Freeze said, "Winter is coming." Long before Game of Thrones was on the air, I, I just what is? I heard that's where George Railroad Martin got it from. I bet he did. I bet he was taking no, things from Batman. And I'm, trying to, I'm, trying to, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to line up the books like when when yeah. the books come out. Uh, the movie came out in '97. I don't know was the was the I think first the book, book was a bit before that, maybe around the same 96. time. Worst. Are you accusing Joel Schumacher of reading a song of I think, Fire? I, I think he might have done. I don't <laughs> and be like, oh, I, I like that line. I, I'm I giving like him saying... too much credit. The, him having the ability to read a book yeah. that long. <laughs> hey, to be fair, Schumacher's actually made some pretty entertaining movies. All Down is pretty good. Simple movies still. I like Phone Booth. Yeah. Phone Booth's a decent entertainment. Oh, pretty good too. I like I like Lost Boys. I know Pete's not a fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. Um, I also just like saying George Railroad Martin because I have no idea what the RR is there for, so I just I added that myself. Back to the White Knight. I like the fact that Batman. You could tell he's just he's having a really bad week. Like this is all from you know from from him viciously attacking Joker to Alfred, just everything. He is on a on a mean streak, and I don't necessarily like. They're trying to set him up as a bad guy, and as much as I want him to be like, yeah, screw that guy. I don't like Batman. I feel like he's still sympathetic here. You know, he's still because mm. you see he has that interaction at the ritzy party, and the guy's like, oh yeah, we have the you know the Gotham tax zone, and the code is, I got rich off of buying them and flipping them and taking the tax money. And Bruce just loses it and punches the guy out. Yeah, because he's, he's, really given, like he's given legitimacy to what Napier's saying about what Batman's yeah. done to the city. Yep. And it upsets him, so he, he decks the guy. Uh, also because it's just wrong what he's doing, because he's, he's profiting yeah, well, on everyone's misery. Um, we mentioned that the backstory with the, you know, the original Harley leaving. I just want to point out how good the, uh, the panels of her running in like try to stop the Joker from killing Jason Todd is. Because yeah. I like that in this, he's not using a crowbar, he's using a switchblade. And she like, just comes up and grabs it out of his hand. It just looks demented. Yeah. And I, I love the... That that whole bit is... is It's got that blood-red glow to it. Mm. Just, yep. uh, you know, you, nothing else in the book. It's all these really cold colours. Even the even the bits where... You know, the the, the other flashback, which kind of got this purpley glow to it. This is just blood-red. Yeah. Mm. No, that's... Well, yeah, because yeah, all the Joker stuff's purple. And then he's made that decision. And now it's yeah. red. You turn the you're one on one page, which a beautiful his shine of Batman. That's just like a gorgeous layout. Yeah, and everything. nice shadows on that 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 page. Yeah, as well. and I, I love then, how the the Harley is off to the yeah. side, like in the same way yeah. that you know it's off to the side for him. She's not important. Yeah, she's not yeah. even in. Yeah, focus. he he gets two thirds of the whole page, and then she has like a thin strip in the side, and that's like yeah, yeah. You, you're yeah. just a side thing because of what he really loves is Batman. Um, yeah, and he's basically like, yeah, let's do this. Let's save this city together. Let's, this, you know, he recruits her. So we end up with this big scene at the end where they have all of the villains of Gotham, or the majority of them, uh, come and have mm-hmm. a meeting. And it's at this point, I'm like, okay, what's he doing? Because he's, like, you know, he's meant to be good now, but is he going to use all the villains to do something? Yeah. 
so I think we should point out some of the, the more interesting designs of some of these characters. Killer Croc's mm-hmm. got the big long snout, which is now, yeah, I love usual. what he's doing with the Bane mask with him hunched over. He's a luchador. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. The 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 the, the, the fuzzy bit around his neck was, was kind of like throwing me off. I was like. Oh, it's Bane. I think it's but... supposed to be like, you know, like the thing from Dark Knight Rises where he has the vest. Yes. Ah, yeah, I can see I it. I think yeah. it's supposed yeah. to be that, but I because it's hunched over, it's going to come in forward. Question, yeah. who's the little girl next to uh, Croc? That's a good question. Is it Starfire? Yes. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played, sir. Because <laughs> yeah. Roxy Rocket's behind her. Like, yeah. She's clear with by Riddler and... You have, you know, the ventriloquist, but you I didn't sc- know who Scare- this... Scarecrow's got a pretty cool uh, gas that mask gas on. Mask. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I love the two face. You know how one side's just you yep. know, the, the red with the white. Hmm. Well, and then you look at what he's drinking because it goes through, and they're all having drinks. And uh, the dent side has a glass of red wine, and then it looks like Four Loco on the two face side, because like, of course, he'd be drinking something that insane. Also. Yeah. You know? I want to say how much I like Harley, how she looks here. Like she's got like this business suit on, but it's like red pants and the the dark no, jacket. I, I feel the same about his Ivy. I feel like she's really like classy and simple, yeah. but it looks good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the sunglasses kind of complete the look. Uh, but basically, yeah. So Clayface is there, and he's got Mad Hatter's hat, and he's using Mad Hatter's technology, and then he's 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 controlling Clayface, but he's taking some of Clayface's like matter sprinkled it into their drink so he can control the rest of the villains and that's kind of yep. the, the big the big by the way bane with the glowing eyes with the stitched up uh mouth mask so cool terrifying looking how's how is he drinking that like uh because it, it opens it's, it's, it's opening it the opens tiniest there. yeah so. yeah he's just doing tequila shots it's fine it, I, I, I think scorpion tequila the, the stitching real question is, how is he eating to keep that bulk up He's injecting it with needles. Yeah, it, it's all he's on IV. He just gives him what he needs. Yeah. So our big final cliffhanger is he's got all these villains that are mind controlled, uh, which is still very villainous, might I add. Like as much as he's maybe saying he's wanting to do good things, this still feels like a very devious way no, of it doing is, it. That's why I really like it because we're we're going okay. We want to believe him, but do we? Yeah, I know. And, and obviously I mean, that's that's the same thing as Batman. It's like sure, I because Batman's like, well, I want him to be good because that solves my problem. But do I believe mm. him? Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's all... But that shadow, the first time you see him in the book, he's got the old Joker shadow. He, in the he's in there. Deep down, he's in there. Uh, so... Yeah, and he, he addresses that to Harley. He's like, no, that, that's still a part of me. He's You know, he's yeah. there trying to cause chaos still, and he has yeah. to fight against it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so, no, uh, real, real good stuff. Um, it's funny, because when they announced the concept, that's really, oh, I don't know about this, it sounds a bit weird, and sounds yeah, a bit Yeah, then they told us it was like, you know, they were using the, the, the name, the, the jet name. Yeah, it was a bit weird, okay. but uh, sometimes it's worth just waiting, seeing what they do with it, and sometimes it can work out, because two issues in out of eight, and we're, we're really into it, so credit yeah. where credit is due, Mr. Murphy, yes. you crazy bastard. That, so I just looked up, I just Googled uh, Batman doll villain, and it's baby doll. Oh, okay. the animated series yeah and she's that's why she's next to killer croc because her it, episodes of the show it's been a croc. while since i've watched it uh yep but that, that's cool to know i'll look out for her next time i do so yeah uh excellent so that'll uh that, that, that's the last book that, that, that's uh wrapping us up 
Unless I'm unless I'm forgetting something that someone oh, no, else. Oh no, it is. It's just, it was amusing. You, you you kind of didn't realize it was the last one, did you? I know. I didn't know. Um, well, that'll t- take us on to shit. There's nothing else. Yeah. Traditionally, traditionally, week one's your red hood week, but he's he's pushed it off to week two this month. I, I think he didn't want to do two in a row again. He was he was. Uh... Honestly, it's not like it's. I had you know I've nine books this week and then like six or seven next. It's way uh, easier okay, for me to okay. get it read next week. All right. All right. Uh, Lately story. Uh, but what that does take us on is to our favourite stuff of the week. So we pick our best panel, our best art, our best cover, and then our top five books uh, of the week. And we, we sort of go out on a high note with happiness. Unless it was a really bad week, in which case it's a really miserable top five. Like, oh, well, I guess that one goes there, because by default it's better than that one. It happens from time to time. AKA ranking the DCEU movie universe. Um, so uh, we, start with, we start with panel or moment. I'm going to go first, because I want to be the first one to say this one. Mr. Freeze, looking at Nora, full page spread, that's my pick. Matt, yeah. what's your, what's your that, pick? That's good. My, mine's from the same book, but it's the Joker uh, and him being in love with Batman and Harley off to the side. Yeah, He's okay, at the shrine. Yeah. The shrine yeah. Uh, yeah, my, mine's so also from the same book. <laughs> Mine is the, the final panel of the Freeze section yeah. with him you know, with kneeling down in front of it. Yeah. yeah. All right, okay, that was a nice and easy panel of the week. No one had to think about it. We're just right in there. Nope. Uh, okay, so cover of the week. I mean, uh, I-, I can jump in with this one. I've got mine go. sorted. Uh, nope. So I'm going to go White Knight. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, just, just Joker, just, you know, at, at the shrine. It's it's kind of like the, the, the panel that Matt's picked, but as a cover. And it's just gorgeous. Uh-huh. Matt? Mine's from Batman proper just the you have all of the you know assassins which we didn't mention they didn't have any tongues was that in this issue yeah yeah so we, batman realizes they don't have tongues because of the way that when he punches them in the face it feels different which <laughs> that just cracked me up like, uh, cool. I, I i actually do think i think that covers a little bit messy it, it looked like you know there's so many of them that they kind of blend together a little well that's why i like it they look like a swarm yeah. Um, yeah. Now, I think artistically, I would also agree with White Knight, but I'm actually going to pick Superman because I think just the the Mad Max looking Lois Lane is a uh, to my yeah. taste. So I'm going to going to give that some cred. I'll allow it. Yeah. Uh, so that that'll be best art of the week. Uh, I, f- I mean, it's tough, but I feel like we're all going to pick the same thing. Uh, Connor. We should all say it on three. All right. <laughs> One, two, three. White Knight. White Knight. White Knight. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> okay, so Sean Murphy takes it with a clean sweep. This, this yeah. yeah. And, and do you know what? It was a good week for art as well. Like, oh, yeah. You know, Tony Daniel doing some great stuff. You Joel know, Jones. Liam Sharp, Joel Jones, Stephen Byrne. Yeah, that was a solid week for art, but uh, Murph- Murphy was, was, was on full uh, form. It was a, a cut above, wasn't he? Uh, yep. So, yeah, top five books of the week then. So, I'm going to go to Matt first for his top five. So, so my number one, Batman White Knight. Number two, Batman proper. Number three uh, is going to be... Yeah, this one's a little more difficult. Uh, let's go Deathstroke, number three. Number four is Superman. And number five is Nightwing. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. Okay. I think the first two are really easy. Is you know White Knight and then Batman. After that, I think it's a lot closer. Yeah. Um, I think I'm gonna 
I'm, I'm gonna go Superman at three, I think. Then, then, then Green Lanterns, and then Deathstroke. Hmm. Um, I'm also going to put White Knight at number one. So we got a unanimous pick. Uh, bum, bum, bum. Batman at number two. Yeah, number two. Yeah, Deathstroke uh, at number three. Green Lanterns at number four, and Superman at number five. Is this the first week when in in a long time? When none of us have had any of the metal books in our top fives at all. It may be, yeah. Devastator just missed. um, Because I really like the art, but the story had some holes. So, yeah, you know. But just missed. It could have been six easy. Yeah. But hey, it was bound to happen at some point. (laughs) So, no, cool. And also, I love the... Matt had two Batman books at one and two, and then Superman was at number four or five. Like, yeah, yeah, it cracks me up. I'm not gonna lie to myself. How far we've come. Yeah, I just, I'm not gonna lie. Like, the if if I said this on Twitter, if White Knight holds its you know quality all the way through, it's done. It could end up being my favorite Superman story. Superman, Batman story. <laughs> this, this is my favorite Superman story because Superman's I, not in it. <laughs> That's how alien that is for me to say. My brain went to autopilot. So I, mean, yeah. I think, I think I, it shows how much Matt's grown over the last year and a half. Yeah, imagine the this podcast him picking two Batman books above a Superman one. I, yeah, I feel no. like I feel like we've, we've, we've shaped, put him into shape uh, over the past year. Also, and a half. Uh, hard to pick against Joel Jones mm-hmm. too. Like, yeah, I mean, it's it's really rough that that, that you know. She didn't get to stand out of the artist this week because. Damn. Next yeah. issue. Well, that said, next issue is week three, and we've got. Yeah, exactly. We've got Sejik, and we've got. Um, who else is week three? Oh, man. Four I might be ones. caught up by Aquaman by then. Oh, yeah. I can talk Matt about Aquaman next time. Yeah, and, um, I'm. I'm... I'm up to issue 25 now, because okay. I had to go all the way back. And I'll be so. back for Aquaman, because I've missed the last two issues. Oh, that's right, you read that too, but you, you were missing the last two times, so I I've didn't get it. Though. I've read them. Oh, good, good. You enjoying it? I am, still pretty uh, good. Yeah, so it's, just, it's pretty good. I, I'm having a kick. Blast great great art, of course. Yeah. Uh, awesome. So that that has been this week's Conscious the Multiverse, episode 76, I do believe. Uh, so, of course, what you want to do is you want to let us know what you think of the books in the comments below. Uh, like, subscribe, all that stuff. Uh, me and Clara did do our Patreon monthly episode right at the end of the month in Halloween, uh, Batman the Long Halloween, so that's up there for patrons. Uh, it's also worth mentioning the vote for week five for patrons is also up. Uh, you have two weeks to, to uh, vote on that if you're a patron, $5 and up. Um, the four options for the vote this month for the fifth week of November uh, are Batman, Gotham by Gaslight, Superman, mm-hmm. uh, Whatever Happened to the Man of Tomorrow, uh, The mm-hmm. Power of Shazam, and Wonder Woman the Circle. Uh, so those are the options. So there's been some votes already, but obviously you might not have uh, encountered them yet. Um, so go over and give give, give your votes off. Uh, you'll notice they're all kind of shorter options this time. That's because week five this month is actually really busy. So it was a strategic choice to pick to pick some smaller uh, stories uh, to go do. But that's uh, 
So that that is that is the thing. Uh, so go check out that, and obviously that's over at patreon.com slash mailfuzztv. Uh, there's links to that in the in the corner of the video in the description, uh, both for video and audio. Uh, so head over there, see for stuff you want to check out, uh, and support us and stuff. Uh, but otherwise, uh, get us on Twitter at DC Comics Podcast. Um, uh, for updates and stuff, and the occasional retweets of various DC news and uh, whatnot. If you want to ask us questions, uh, yeah. which some folk do, um, but no. So, so that is that is pretty much us. So, uh, Matt, any final words you want to say before we sign off this week? No, just uh, don't forget Starfire, my man. Connor, any final words you would like to have about this I mean, week's books? What about next week's books? Oh yeah, next week I always tell you what's coming next week, don't I? That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, the, the, <laughs> those are some pretty good final words. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. That's Connor good idea. just saved you. Now you're you have to swear a life debt. He didn't save me. This is like when Superman catches Batman and he's like, put me down, Clark. I don't like this. Uh, that's what this is. Uh, yeah, hey, so you what... should wear you a Superman, Ginger. That's great. That's pretty good. What, what is... Is... That may be accidentally the highest praise he's ever given me. Yeah, right? What... Well, it's much better than the non-accidental praise that I've given you. Much lower on the ladder. Uh, so yeah, what's coming next week? You got Batman Lost number one because we don't have an issue of actual metal this month, so we have this many this this one shot instead. Uh, so looking forward to that. Uh, we have the next part of Bats Out of Hell, which is Hal Jordan Green Lantern Corps number thirty two. Uh, we also have Action Comics nine nine one, Detective Comics nine six eight, Wonder Woman thirty four, Flash thirty four, Titan seventeen, Supergirl fifteen. New Superman 17 and Mr. Miracle number 4. Uh, also coming out, but we will not be covering our Superma- Superwoman number 16, Batgirl on the Budget Prey 16, Ragman number 2, Justice League of America number 18, Suicide Squad number 29, and Red Hood Night Laws number 16. That is how busy week 2 is. We have a lot of books that we do cover, and there's still like another half dozen that we don't. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, that's next week's business. Yeah. Any corrections, Connor? I know you love to correct uh, in case there's been updates. On Diamond. Oh, I think you're alright on this one. Oh, good. I'm, ju- I'm just scanning, but you, you seem to be okay. Alright, fantastic. So yeah, I've already done the plugs. I usually do that before the plugs, but uh, I, I guess we're done. So, uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening or watching. It is always a pleasure. We do appreciate it. Uh, we always like having you here, hearing your opinions and everything else. So, as always, uh, keep reading DC Comics and always remember to never get lost in the Speed Force. 